0: At Golden Harvest, our best skill is knowing how to listen. From our Gold Series soybean and game-changing corn portfolios to our expert insights housed in the Illuminate digital agronomy platform, everything we offer is an answer to what we've heard from you. This
1: is how we listen. Copyright 2021 Syngenta. The trademarks or service marks used herein are the property of a Syngenta Group company. All other trademarks are the property of their respective owners.
3: What's a load of bollocks?
4: Podcast is
5: intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get
3: ready for Boxing Voice. You know the saying stay hungry. Stay humble, Boxing am I'm humble
6: in defeat, and I'm going to remain humble in victory. This is it, right? I just wanted to go on a great boxing masterclass and also show the sweet science of this lovely sport. Man, the first time was
7: so nice, I had to do it twice.
6: i prepared to the best of my capability and I pray that I can win. Look at him, I, I love Mike Tyson, how he came into the game on some different kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Man? Takes a crazy man to want to fight. You know what I mean? Day in, day out. It's a hardcore sport. As you said, no silk shoes. Ain't no sight
4: in the game to boxing
8: boys. <clears throat> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. like we never left you. Third Live of the day. It's got to be a Sunday record, without a doubt. Uh, I I doubt we've ever had a Sunday where we've gone live three times. But that's because of what took place over the weekend. Uh, Definitely a lot of action to discuss. But the biggest, most notable news is the whitewash. Oh, damn. I should have prepared myself for that. It should have been like this. It should have been like, for the whitewash of Dilly and White. Right? No, yeah. Yeah, it
9: would have been you would have been better off.
8: The first time, the first time. But whatever. First time, yeah. Mr. Munguia, what's up? That was actually Mario's joke. Oh, we chilling. We chilling. It was actually Mario's joke before you come at me. He's the one that uh, put white washed.
9: It was actually Doomie's if I'm giving full ah, credit. I everybody, just thought it was really hot funny. potato no, no, no. I, I just thought it was funny, so I, I stole it from Doomy, but...
10: Yeah, you know, I thought it was a funny, but then uh, it ended I up on the me. front page. <laughs> I, I you,
11: it wasn't my joke, man. It wasn't you? Nah, it wasn't me, man. Me look I am coming. I'm coming <laughs> on with some straight maximum violence tonight.
8: Maximum. Ooh, I didn't roll over and have them tickle my tummy. I
12: love that term. It's
8: a beautiful. I hope that you're ready, man, because uh, I, I I have been defending Dillian White all night. It's it's sad that this is the world that we live in, and hey. and I'm you know I don't want to turn it to that, but we do have to talk about the fact that you know two top five, top ten heavyweights. Got in the ring last night in Dillian White and Alexander Pavekin and uh, exchanged some really good blows, exchanged knockdowns. And I don't think that any man came away from that a loser, but that's definitely not the theme on the internet. Yeah,
11: I mean, I I can't disagree with that, you know, whatsoever, right? So, um, to me, like... I'm a fan of boxing, regardless of, you know, uh, countries and stuff like that. Obviously, I have my favorites and all that. But yesterday showed me why I love boxing, you know. And, you know, as someone who likes to coach people, like kids especially, you know, yesterday was an example of how, you know, the sport goes, right? You know, you can be down, you can seem beaten. But if you keep your composure and if you use your skills you can find a shot. So that's something that we can all take as a lesson. Uh, And on the other side, if you're Dylan White, you know, the fight is never won until the end of the fight. You know what I mean? So uh, that's the reason I love the sport. So, you know, I can't be upset at what happened yesterday. Obviously, I'm a bit sad for Dylan. But this is a sport of boxing. He's going to come back. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what he can do after that. But, you know, it was all good, man.
10: A little cumbersome, huh?
11: Cumbersome, very cumbersome.
10: I'm at, I mean, I'm at Mitty, <laughs> I called you Matt. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen to me. I'm just saying, look, Dillian White got hit with the uppercut from the other side of
6: the
8: pond, right? No, no, and- no, no. Sky Sports, those, yo, Sky Sports are terrible. They said, I went back and listened to the commentary on the highlights, and they said he got hit with the punch from
11: the gods. <laughs> no 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 they oh. did they
8: did they did
11: no maybe they said that maybe they said that but like we we can't call it that he got hit by a sweet science that's beautiful like you know you i haven't seen one boxing fight that has looked at that punch and can tell me that oh that was a lucky or whatever that was a beautiful setup lovely you know like yeah everything about it is nice you know it's, it's funny it's that
8: you say set poetic up,
11: violence Mitty. man you know <laughs>
8: It's funny that you say setup. up. Let me pull up uh, USS Cunningham's Instagram. USS Cunningham being Steve Cunningham who shared the ring with uh, Tyson Fury. He took a screenshot of that picture, and I'll screen share and read the caption here. For those watching, he said, go rewatch the fight. You'll see Pavekin was sizing White up for this uppercut for about two rounds. Don't sleep on the 40-year-old fighter. The commentator in me is eager to get back at it. Hashtag hey, BBC Premier Boxing. Look, look, it's, yeah, it's I mean, we could right. talk about
10: Yeah, we could talk about the setup and all that. Like I guess we would never really know. But what I did notice from what I can speak on and see is that Pavekin was you know, going to the body after he missed the right every time. And in that situation, he missed the right. And instead of going to the body, he threw the uppercut to the chin. Now, I don't know what it was. I don't know if uh, uh, Dillian White fell for it, you know, fell for it because when he took the shot, he had he had his shot, his guard up. You yeah, know, but it, when you have your the guard shot, up- the, shot, the shot went up straight up the middle. You that's know, what happens, right? Oh, well, that's what I'm explaining. The shot went up straight up the middle. <laughs> yeah, the shot went up straight the middle. But he was, you know, he had his elbows in the right place to cover the body shot. It was a shot that, you know, it yeah. might have been set up on purpose or he just decided to switch the the, the, the body shot into an upper. No.
9: But, you know, when you're when you're listen, when you are a decorated fighter at the heavyweight division, like it can be either one all the time. It doesn't matter. It's a reflection of that person's skill set. And it's a reflection of the experience, the kind of fights they've been into. You know, uh, Pavekin could have easily, easily started to fill what Dillian White was bringing early on and and completely caved in upon himself. He could have. Completely abandoned game plans. He could have gone into desperation mode. He didn't he stayed there He showed the guts he showed the grit, but he also showed the experience of a fighter who's been in tough before and you know You got to give him all the pre- uh, credit in the world
11: Yo, Yeah, that, that's right Murray. That, that's what it was a uh, what I was talking about when I opened up, right? This is a lesson to everyone like, you know when things aren't going well, when they tell you keep your composure, it's hard to do, but top fighters do that, and Povetkin kept his composure, and he tried to find that shot. Now, there's a lot of good things to say about Povetkin, but there's a lot of good thing to say about Didion, too, up until that point. I mean, like, like, how it's hard to argue that he was having a bad fight. He was just, like, surprising us with, like, some of the stuff that he was doing. And, you know, he had the two knockdowns, which were good, and at that point, we all thought that, you know, it was a foregone conclusion.
10: Why you had know? you surprised about him in that matchup? Um, I, because
11: you know, Because
10: i I, I seen I, a couple of things that look good. Yeah. Uh, his jab
11: looked good. His jab looked very good, but I always thought that, you know, he's a decent jabber, right? But I, I told you on Thursday, I didn't believe in the maximum violence stuff because I know that uh, Dillian is smarter than that. You know, he wasn't going to go all guns blazing with Povetkin. Like from round one, so he was like setting about his business by for doing like a systematic breakdown. He was using his jab well, he was going to the body well, he was setting up that you know catch and shoot counter with the uh, the left uh, the left hook, which is what we know he likes doing, and he was doing that well. But you know the problem, I think, like you know once once he got that success in the fourth round, he tried not to go crazy and finish him, and he tried to. Uh, again, like he started a bit slow in the fifth round, so he thought maybe that was over, right? So uh, I thought he should have like broken him down even more and wait until you know very late on in the fight when Povetkin' power was gone and he was real done, done, right? So mm-hmm. and you know he, he, he slept, he slept on this and he got caught and that was game over, man. You know that's all that that's all she wrote. I think that's what they say, right? <laughs> you know yeah. that uppercut came and that was done.
10: I mean, yeah, but- you know. Go ahead, Dewey. Now, does this really affect the landscape, right? Because, you know, you had Tyson well, Fury on earlier. Well, let me, uh, let me jump where... in,
8: Dumi, because you, you, you keep asking questions and we had some already set. So uh, let's stick to those so that we could get, because there's a lot of fights. And if we don't stick to the, uh, you know, the order, we might be oh, here Okay, forever. so
10: we're done with Pavek and White?
8: No, no, no. But Mario does have some questions there uh, and or statements, uh, which is White wants the rematch. Pavekin's team and promoter has already come out and said that they are going to take the white rematch, that they do have a contract, and that it is a very lucrative...
2: Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte.
8: To- rematch offer, so they are going that way they look uh forward to beating white and then waiting for the winner of joshua fury is what they said again counting wilder out uh i I just put the clip in the pre-pro if you guys need it um but yeah white wants the rematch i guess your thoughts on that for me um you know aj versus ruiz wilder versus fury fury versus wilder all those fights proved to me that regardless of the outcome of the fight, if there's a rematch clause, 99.9% of the time we're going to get a rematch. So, uh, if White wants to rematch, I'm 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 expecting a rematch.
11: Yeah, I, I think it makes sense. Uh it makes sense like we've seen it with AJ, you said it. Uh we're seeing it with Wilder uh, and also like the the type of character that Dillon is and the type of like, you know, uh like recklessness that he talks in the media, for example. I don't think people will let him leave if he doesn't take that rematch. Uh, not saying that he should just base his career based Maybe. on what people talk about, uh, but I also think that it makes like perfect business sense. That's why you put a rematch clause in the uh, uh, in the contract. And I don't think it hurts him even, you know, uh, you know, he has no choice really, he needs to take that rematch, try to claim what was his again, And then try to move on, right? So you know that makes sense, and I'm happy to hear that Povetkin wants it. So that's cool. Where was the
9: message?
8: We got a super chat from MadBet100 that says White was in absolute control till he wasn't. Now Mm, it's in
4: hindsight. Well said.
11: said, Well said. It's true. Yeah, it is hindsight.
9: Listen, I'm going to say this. Look, at the end of the day, it it sometimes feels like the boxing gods know what they're doing. Right. This whole time, you know, the whole talk was, you know, oh, well, are they going to fight white after this fight? You know, are they going to enforce this? Are they going to enforce that? And now we have ourselves a situation where Dillian White needs that rematch, and it kind of sets everything on course. I don't want to say that Povetkin winning, you know, kind of solves a heavyweight issue, but in a sense, it does. You know, the the backlog that we have, the perceived backlog that we have, um, it's real. It's there. You know, guys, we want to see in fights, but we want to see other fights first. And now we have a situation where it could kind of play out perfectly. You know, we wait for the Fury Wilder winner. You know, which could be any one of them. I think last night showed that, or yesterday morning for us, showed that. Um, it could be anybody. And so we wait for now, Dillian White, to have a rematch. Everybody kind of shifts in order, and hopefully everybody's ready to fight each other at the end of all this.
10: Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm with the rematch, man. Take the rematch. You know, uh, you're going to have to wait longer now. Your thousand days just turned into probably double of that. Who knows? So,
11: you nah. know. Not double that, he just reset. He needs to win first. He needs yeah, to oh. forget like about his thousand days or whatever. Yeah, I'm but just... All I'm just, he needs to have on his mind right now is... Let, let me not take
10: more time. Him. I'm just going to say what I had to say. Maximum violence, he gave us that. We got it. He was on the other end of the stick. Shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You claim maximum violence. You claim that you don't want to shake a man's hand. I mean, that's cool, you know. You're, you're, you don't want to be, you know, touchy-touchy before a fight. I don't know, whatever. You got knocked out, my man. Come back and try to make things better for yourself. I wish you the best. You got knocked into oblivion. And you talked a lot. This is why this game is funny like that. That's my thought.
8: (laughs) Wilder's uh, reaction and Fury's reaction. uh, Wilder's reaction was to take to his social media and in Russian uh, language say, I for an I. Um, I think he probably meant... Karma's a, a, a mother effer, right? But if not, I mean, I guess you, everyone can, you know, each host can take their their turn to interpret it. But it's like, I don't think that Wilder's message was a shot at Wilder from him, if not from Dillian's own situations, right? Like with the Rivas situation. So it's like, um, you know there was a, a a a dark cloud around that situation. Obviously, Alexander has his own dark cloud with a similar situation, and then here's Wilder that says like an eye for an eye, like like one of your own took you out, if so to speak. I mean, again, this is my interpretation. I don't know. It's so hard to break down because it was. You know, cryptic and Morse code. Like he he used Russian language I, to to I connect mean, I could, the, the Dilly and White, but really no clear path.
10: Hey, I'm not. I don't want to be the smartass, but I could take a crack at it. You know, tooth for a tooth is eye for an eye. Tooth for a tooth. That was the code of Hammurabi. That was the first law in uh, in civilization and recorded history. So when you say eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, that means that if you would take something steal from me, <laughs> they cut your hand off. You know what I'm saying? And so. In the extremities of that of that of that of that saying is that you talked the same talk eye for an eye tooth for a tooth you know what I'm saying you talked and you got (laughs) it's like saying you spit in the air and it fell back in your face
11: Hmm. like I I, I, I don't know like it was definitely cryptic like you know I agree with like in general right I I agree with that code eye for an eye tooth for a tooth that's what it should be. I don't know if anyone wants to tell me any different. That's their problem. But you know, like if someone comes and punch you, you have to retaliate. You know, and, and that's how I see it, right? So, uh, but I didn't understand how Wilder used that in the context because we usually, when I use this, it's because someone just like beat me and I am the one that you know serves revenge, right? So not someone else. So I don't understand. I'm probably thinking more that it was just. Tying that to what Ness said, karma, and he just misquoted it or whatever. I don't know, right? So, or misused that uh, eye for an eye uh, expression. We all know Wilder is known for misusing expressions, right? So, uh, but I, I think that's what he meant, you know? So, uh,
9: yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if Ness had something to say before I try oh, to break it down. I
8: was trying to get your attention in the pre pro because uh, I need that fury reaction. But yeah, you could go
9: ahead and answer. Uh, Yeah, listen, I I don't know. I didn't know what to make of it when I first saw it. I didn't even know I saw it when I first did. Uh, At the end of the day, I think that, you know, whatever he was trying to say, I think ultimately he believes in, you know, you don't cry about the rematch. You don't cry. I mean, you don't cry about what happened. You try to come back and get it yourself. Uh, That's how I took it. Why it was in Russian, I don't know, because if he was going to be talking to White. Using Russian probably wouldn't, you know, help him. No, uh, whoa, whoa, so whoa. I, I don't know. I don't know, but that's what, how well, I first. Is English. Russian, that's yeah. why yeah, I, I know that's, oh, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Is if he's not talking to white in the situation, then it doesn't make any sense. So Look, the champ you know, could
10: have probably you try to use the quote in a way, and he might have, you know, messed up on <laughs> it. Uh, Maybe. but glass yeah. glass. He was obviously talking to Povetkin like, "Yo, you got that shit back, you know? Whether it was the handshake or whatever it was, you got it back." I mean,
11: maybe maybe he's just saying that, you know, "Hey, you know, Dillian's been trolling me for a, uh, you know, a while, right? He's been laughing of my defeats. I'm gonna laugh at your defeat too, and that's where the eye for an eye comes in." Like I said, like you inflict the revenge; you don't wait for someone else to inflict the revenge for you, right? So I don't see why he should be talking to Povetkin and just like give him like. uh, some kind of like high five for doing something that, you know, you know, I'm sure Wilder would have wanted to do it himself. You know, I'm pretty sure that's the kind of guy he is, right? Uh, maybe he's just saying that, you know, whatever you're going to get now through social media and trolling, you know, you deserve it as an eye for an eye. And I'm going to do the same to you because that's what you did to me. You went in laughing and doing all kind of stuff. So that, that would make sense to me, but... Who knows, man? We need to ask the champ when
10: it comes I, I honestly am a little, I mean, I mean whatever. I'm not going to say no. Yeah, we can move on. Yeah, moving on, moving
8: on to Fury's reaction. So Fury reacted to the win, and he reacted in a different way. He actually uh, chose to celebrate Padvekin by um, reposting the WBC Boxing Um, announcing that Alexander was their new interim and diamond heavyweight champion of the WBC. So Fury posted that on his Instagram story with the caption that said, well done, Pavekin. And then he says, 40 and proud. Well done, Pavekin, end quote. So my thing is maybe that, you know, it, 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 I think it was karma, you know. I think Wilder chose the wrong phrase. Eye for an eye isn't the right. I think it's karma, man. Um, you know, he's old. No one knows him. He speaks no English. These phrases come back to haunt you. you. You 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 clowned Lewis Ortiz and said he was too old. Now you fought a dude as old as Lewis Ortiz, and here is Tyson Fury saying, 40 and proud." He's 40 years old, you know, because there's another quote out there that says, he's 40 years old, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, your thoughts on his reaction?
11: No, I think that, that makes sense. But like, that, that's the right, I mean, that's one of the right reactions because in in the middle of all this, usually the trolling takes over, you know, or takes precedent over the congratulating, right? So uh, congratulating the winner is the right thing to do and coming from another champ, someone who understands like Povetkin was not given a chance by a lot of people. I mean, some people saw it, right? But a lot of people kind of like, you know, already condemned him to a loss. You know, he's old, he's this, he's that. Uh, And so he just wants to give him his respect and say, well done, man. Like, you know, and that's what we should all do, to be honest, like for anyone, not just like Povetkin, we should just put more shine on the winners. And yeah, just like not dwell too much on the the trolling or those, you know, I'm not saying that. Hey, White hasn't brought that trolling on onto himself. He he, he has by saying the stuff he said in uh, in the past. So definitely, he's gonna get some test of his own medicine. But like I said, he's gonna come back. If anyone can deal with that trolling, it's him, right? So,
9: yeah, you know, um, I think
4: that
9: I think that I'm. I was surprised he didn't try to take like a low blow there. And it wouldn't even been a low blow, like you said, Dillian White. You know, I, it's going to be hard to imagine that I got more texts, you know, and woke up this morning to more, you know, DMs of people talking crap to me about Dillian than Dillian himself. You know what I mean? Like he's going to get that. So for Tyson to go the other route with it, um, I think, you know, he because he could kick him while he's down. And some would say that he deserves that. You know, I don't know if I agree, but, uh, you know, that's that's the way it would be. I don't know, I just think ultimately, you're right. It's the best way to handle it. When you're on top, you don't have to worry about everyone else. And I don't think Tyson was ever worried about Dillian in the first place.
8: Which audio? Do me in the meantime. Bob Arum uh, also takes his jab. And uh, he had this to say. He says... uh, Dillian White was so busy fighting for his mandatory position that he didn't see Povetkin's uppercut, which knocked him cold on his ass. And he, he, he had this to say yesterday, immediately after the fight via his Twitter, uh, not before saying that Pulev will KO Joshua next. London bridges are falling.
11: Okay. <laughs> I mean, like that—that's promoter talk. And you know that—that that, if anyone has the right—I mean, everyone has the right to do whatever they want, right? But if anyone has like a uh, uh, some kind of rationale for doing something and stirring the pot, it's definitely promoters, right? Because they are just looking ahead. They don't hate any of those fighters because, like, the minute White is free and available to be signed by top rank, you can be sure that Bob Arum will just say, yeah, he's a top guy, blah, blah. Uh, so he's doing that uh, to look after number one, which is his pockets and talking about, you know, building other fights. He doesn't know what's going to happen in the AJ Fury, uh, AJ um, Pull-F fight. And I also don't think it's true that Dillian took his eye off Povetkin. Uh, I actually believe that he prepared well for Povetkin. Actually, he was doing very well against Povetkin. He just took his eye off him for a split second. And actually, it's not even like took his eyes off it, to be honest. Like, Povetkin did something great because he's a good fighter. He's a good sound technical fighter. And that's going to happen. You get into the shower, you're going to get wet. It's whether you can just hey, keep going, man. Uh, that That's my view on this, man.
8: So, Mario, do me your thoughts on Bob Arum and his reaction, which I said.
9: (laughs) Yeah, listen, uh,
8: you know, he's being cheeky,
9: to coin a phrase, from the UK. Uh, I think that's what it is. That's what it's all about. Um, You know, I think that White laid the plate for everybody to just kind of join in on. Or I guess uh, to use a TBV phrase, that Crow is just getting piled on to his plate. And, uh, you know, that's what happens. I think you learn lessons, too, there. It's like sometimes it's better even if you know how good you are. You know how easy a fight might be to just, you know, put a cap on it at some point. And I think he's just going to continue to get this. And this isn't the worst of them. Let's be real. If you've spent, you know, more than 30 minutes on social media, you've probably seen some pretty nasty stuff already and, yeah he's uh, being funny you know.
10: so he's being funny bro you know it is Cheek, what cheeky, it is cheeky's a nice word right? he, cheeky he's, cheeky but he would be funny yeah definitely he's rubbing it in you know dillian white was like uh you know that 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 uh what do they call it in poker man the wild card right he was a wild card, wild in card.
4: The, you know yeah.
10: he, he was the guy that could pretty much you know you know, disrupt things a little bit. He was the guy that if you know any of the other top guys fought, you know, a lot of people backed up White that you know with a possibility of a win. So he's out of the picture now. Good old Bob there to rub the salt on the wound, you know, and uh, you know, things like, you know, he got knocked out cold on his ass. <laughs> you know? yeah. It is cheeky, you know, and all the other stuff that he said, you know, bridges are falling, everything you know, every he's just happy that the path is clear
11: to where yeah, I mean he's it is it is playing, playing- is playing to the narrative that we all have and we know it's happening here we know it's happening in the chat is the U.S. versus like the, the U.K. The, the problem is like I think he forgets like one of the bridges in London is one of his right? Tyson yeah. Fury is not is not a U.S. guy so he he better hopes that not all the London bridges he's exclusive
8: fall to Vegas, that, buddy. Yeah. He's exclusive to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you know it. And I,
8: his contract <laughs> is exclusive. Why you think they put him in the in the um coming to America outfit? Because they nah. wanted, a, they want to, they want nah. to familiar. No, seriously, they trying to familiarize him and 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 to it makes basically a whitewash. Like he's not from the UK; he's just a listen, white guy who won the, the heavyweight champion of the world. I'm it, telling. it makes
11: sense. It makes sense to you and on your side of the pond. That makes sense. Build him because it was always being built with the the wilder fights in mind. And one now that he know is known uh due to that wilder fight he's going to keep on going and capitalize there but the reality of it is as long as you'll have like an aj or someone from the uk as the other side of the fight they're never going to forget that it's from the uk because a big fight in london with those two especially age of fury makes sense and I don't yeah. think that this necessarily happens in uh, in Las Vegas, right at Maybe. least one of those fights will happen in in London, you know all right, super, super chats, chats. Go you ahead champ. no, you got it all right, got super chats,
10: Super mech says if you're gonna talk shit, <laughs> all right, I should have not said it right. <laughs> if you're gonna talk ish, you gotta be able to walk ish Roy Jones junior, so it's part of the game, Dillian gotta know that. Yeah, it's part of the game, I think, man. I don't That's know point. why
8: people. First of all, uh, uh, let me see if Mario has any more questions because I, I I'm so like. What? I, after that, we move on. Taylor. Okay. Right? The next. Thing. Uh-huh. All right. I was just gonna read uh
10: because uh, you know he, he he did say some funny stuff and I don't know if everybody got to see what you said about Bob Araman and his and stuff his stuff that he said on it. I just wanted to read the one that I thought was like the most like jab to the gut. Undercut type of, he said. Dillian White was so busy fighting for his WBC mandatory we position. Definitely
11: read it. All right, I, I didn't. It. Read it. All right, read I, it. I didn't. But see I mean, it. let's remember that you know Bob tried to sign him, Like right? I, I think we did like a few episodes back in the day. So he said, oh, he's in Las Vegas. Oh, he's in yeah, the top yeah. rank gym. Like all those things. Promoters are promoters, man. And like Dillian knows that. Dillian knows that there's nothing personal between Bob and him. Bob is doing what he needs to do to hype up what the next big fight is for him. And then, like I said, whenever Dillian is available for him to to sign, he will sign him and he will hype him up. He'll bring him to the U.S. until you guys love him, you know. And now, you know, he will change from being that U.K. bomb to that, oh, you know, that guy from Jamaica that came over to the U.S.? He's the the real deal. So don't worry about Bob, man. Bob does what he's doing and that's his job. That's cool, man. So there is...
8: I guess let's just move on straight to Taylor wins uh, the rematch with Pernsoon. We scored it live. Uh, I-, I did not have her winning. I had Pernsoon winning. It was funny in our own live fight chat. They said that we were biased, but I'm going to screen share after a few of you go, I'll go to the YouTube channel of Zone who put out highlights, uh, especially the Pavekin fight. I really don't understand why would they do that? Like, they put out so many highlights of the Pavekin fight, you didn't need the zone. Um, yesterday, like, you know, but in terms of the Katie Teller highlights, mm-hmm. in terms of the Katie Teller highlights, um, there's fifty-eight thousand views. Let me screen share.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: Fifty-eight thousand views, and uh I just want to go over her comment section because that is not our audience, so they can't call us bias and Obviously, this is The Zone's audience, and you can see right from the beginning, the comments clearly are for Persoon, and they're brutal. Uh, but let's just go through a few, yeah. because they might have changed. Uh, let me just read that at least this first 10 or yeah, so. Yeah, go
11: go for it. I, um, nothing will surprise me there, but, but go for it.
8: Man, Persoon just walks down people like Margarito, but clearly doesn't have plaster in her hands, and I agree. I agree. She she didn't she didn't have the power needed, um, but every now and then I did th- think she was gonna stop Katie like she would get Katie very wobbly. Uh, the next one says uh, we have a unanimous decisions. Those judges are blind, which obviously he doesn't agree with the decision that Katie won. So uh, the next one says Taylor got out hustled, out thrown, outlanded. She lost, and just look at the thumbs up in the last three that I've read all. 103, 75, and 86, very high, which means those are like minds that agree with that comment. Uh, but here's the here. thing, though. Submit. Here's what's
9: bothering me real quick about this. Like, okay, it, okay if you want to say that, but at the same time, you don't listen to the show enough No, this is not our show. Uh, this is- I know, this is not I know, no, no, no. I know, listen, what I'm, listen to me what I'm saying. The people that were saying that before from the live fight chat obviously don't listen to the show and don't know that we already scored the first one. The guys that have the propensity... To enjoy what Pursune brings to the uh, to the ring, opposed to Taylor, like the writing's on the wall, like it's a preference. Sure. It's not a bias. You don't sure. have to be biased about it. Oh, yeah. that, well, no, I, I just I, also I think, like, no, uh, I, hold yeah. on
8: one minute. I, I just also wanted to go here because this is not. Yeah, we we have nothing yeah. to do with this. So now we have a general consensus from the you know kind of like quote unquote world on the what they fight, thought.
11: Like, but but Ness mm-hmm. Ness like you know. I don't think that like, you should even, like, worry about how, you know, your scoring is perceived. And I don't even think that we should be using people commenting, whether it's on our platform or on others, as a gold standard of anything. Like Because one thing I've learned from YouTube and social media comments is, like, made of, like, a lot of, like, crazy people that will say one thing and they're complete opposites in not one sentence, but in two different posts, right? You'll go into a different post where they'll say, oh, yeah, Taylor was, you know, was nice or whatever. They're going to go where the wind blows. And the wind was blowing to, you know, it it was blowing to the direction that, oh, it's a robbery. So that's more interesting to talk about that. Now, from my personal opinion, I think we should talk about how we feel about the fight itself and, you know, give our boxing views. And I have a very different opinion to a lot of my friends even, on that fight i I mean i mean was it a
10: roly robbery
11: no i think that i think that i think that katie Taylor won to be honest it was an ugly fight no it wasn't like to me i've seen a lot of stuff i've seen a lot of like you know good skills and remember professional boxing and that's what we can talk about professional boxing is judge i saw saw
10: one fighter trying to make the fight look good and i saw another one making the fight ugly like listen
11: my, I, I'm telling you that like making someone miss until they almost fall out the ring is not ugly to me. It's well, well, we got to we gotta it's just swear up what
10: me and you believe, I mean, what me and you's interpretation of ugly is right now. When I say ugly, I mean, I don't mean non-technical without a purpose. I mean, ugly making it an uncomfortable, non-traditional boxing match. So that's what I saw yesterday. One girl trying to make it an ugly, rough and tough fight and the other girl trying to make it, uh, you know, a decent paced, high class boxing matchup. And when those two styles clash up. You saw what happened. It was the war of whose style was going to be more successful. And yes. unfortunately for Pursun, in my opinion, she needs to work on punch placement because her output is phenomenal. Got no, no. I mean, I was impressed. Phenomenal output, right, Mitty?
11: Not just like punch placement. Agree, she Jimmy. needs to. She I needs agree. to work on like, like, footwork, being like in range before you throw, and not just like. Sleepwalking just while throwing punches. Like it's effective at times, Mm -hmm. but it's not like ring generalship. It's not like, uh, you know, the the quality of the punches are not what it is. Like in this instance, you can actually land three or four shots and get countered by two, and judges will actually, you know, go for the two that are technical, that are precise, that are deliberate versus the let me swing and not really hurt. And that's what, like, um, uh, you know, Person did actually say at the end of the fight. Like, she knows. The fighters know when they were in a fight and they lost. And she doesn't seem to me like the type of girl that will just keep her mouth shut. You know, you've seen what she did in the first fight. She called robbery. Now, she came and she said, like, I couldn't hurt her. And if I mean, you can't hurt her, you It could be looked at her. that
10: way, but it what? can also be looked at that she's deflated. You know, maybe she did really think that she, what? maybe she really thought that she had won again. And she just feels like, you know, what is she going to cry about? You know, if, she's, if emotional. Are she, be... she's emotional. She's exactly. emotional. So, I mean, look, that's a perspective that can be that can be flipped over. Right. We don't know exactly, exactly what Pursuan was feeling. What we do know is that she was disappointed. What I want to see in her is punch placement. Uh, she was smothering her. She She wasn't. Effective aggression wasn't wasn't her uh, thing that night, and when you have effective aggression, you have to know how to stay within range of your punches. She was smothering her punches in such an antsy way that she in such such a way that she wanted to get her paws on her that she mm-hmm. wouldn't because she was getting smothered. And Katie would always manage to kind of slip out of the way. She she knew even yeah she found it, and I got to give Katie the credit for that. Even though she looked like she was rag getting ragged all throughout that whole ring, uh, uh, she she kept her cool and every now and then she would last some nice ass counters that you mentioned and and they were clean enough i think that you know the judges just kept giving her those scores man i the think what happens
9: the- too real quick real quick i think the problem too is with scoring in general when you're not sitting there like the way we do during fight uh, film studies where you're literally there first obligation as soon as the round's over is to score. Sometimes people watch the fight and keep it in their head, and that's a big different thing. When you see Pursun, like she had such a big tenth round, and then after Katie was boxing well, Pursun had a big third or fourth round, I can't remember. But she had these big moments in the fight that you don't remember from Katie. But that doesn't that does not lead all the time to an accurate scorecard. The score uh, to me the fight was close. It was another close fight. I feel like it boils down to preference. I feel like it boils down to a lot of different things. I had Katie winning, but I have not yet sat down and scored it the way that I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so I until I, do that, I can't really
10: say anything about that. I go got a message. Mad Bent says Delphine won the fight. She threw and inflicted the most damage. But Mad Bent, she didn't look like that man you crazy you know, so you her, 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 Yo. her, her ineffective aggression caused her welts on her eyes man those Yo, were headbutts bro, the, wel- the, the, the welts came only, from the only a headbutt
8: butt. man you guys are kidding it me did, even the did, announcers couldn't lie they're like well Delphine is Dad, so just un- said that. is so inaccurate she's missing but then she'll she'll miss 3 but land 3 and it's like yeah cause she's throwing 12 you know but whatever <laughs> let's not waste time like that's why, that, that, free, that, 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 that's exactly, that's exactly, that's, that's exactly why I led with someone else's platform because we will go in circles. Mario is Manchester, Midi is from the UK. I'm, I'm already labeled as the guy that's never going to score for them. So we were going to go I, in and circles. And I never get
11: mentioned. No, let, let, let me tell you, like, this is not true, right? Because like, th- there is one thing, like, so to me, you know, when I sat down and thought about it, I compared it to the McCaskill fight and Breakers fight, where in the McCaskill fight against Breakers, I went for the person that is just being mad aggressive and just doing all those things. But that's because Breakers wasn't showing me, like, the movement and the angle I wanted to see. Whereas, like, Katie did show me that. At times, she wasn't coming back with the counters like she should have because it's all good, like, making someone miss, but you ain't getting points just for that. You need to just go back and tee off on those people as well. And at times, she didn't do that. That's what made that fight, like, a little bit closer than, you know, um, than I would have wanted. Uh, but, yeah, it's not about, like, UK or whatever. if she wasn't, like, countering or anything, person would have got the vote for me. Like, she got the vote in New York she didn't get the vote yesterday like yesterday she she was lost she was just like walking like a zombie to me
8: (laughs) yeah she looked battered up so uh moving on to chris too slick congo mr global wbo gets the knockout too when when when, uh, you know, it, it really put the cherry on top for you, Mitty. I think, because uh, even though you won't take that type of credit, I mean, there were a lot of people that were against you on this pick. So for him not only to get the win, but to get the win by knockout, because he could have got the decision and someone would have found a way to say that he slunk up the joint. But my man, it... he finished it. Yo, but I, I, I reached out to Luther. I reached out to Luther. You have to. I told him keep his head up. I told him he fought great. He said, thank you. I said, listen, let's set something up. You know, you got a great style. Like, he just may be a little bit short. He could be like an Eddie Gomez. He might have to go to welterweight. I don't know. Or maybe just uh, uh, Congo looks that big. But, you know, to wrap up, Congo, you know, everything you advertised. um, He does get hit a little bit. I mean, Clay was the test he needed. He was cutting the distance well, attacking Congo's body well. Um, but I want to see more of them. I want to see Yo, more of Congo.
11: To me, like, f- first of all, like, you know, I want to say, like, you did the right thing by reaching out to Lufa because, like, Lufa showed me something that I didn't believe he had uh, on on Saturday. And I think definitely he can come, he can come back. Uh, the heart was good. The power was decent. And, uh, you know, the, the mindset was good because, like, to me it was, like, Losing pretty much like every round, I gave him maybe two rounds uh, up until the uh, uh, the, the stoppage. Uh, so shout out to him, and you know hopefully he can do something. But my, my man Chris, you know I can't take no credit for anything. <laughs>
4: like yo,
11: st- stop with that BS, man. I, I can't I can't take credit for anything. Like all the credit is with for with him. Is the guy that had to just go in there and do whatever else, whatever he was doing. He has the pedigree for a reason. He was like part of Team GB for a reason. Everyone was telling me he was going to get like a 50-50 fight. And I was telling him, like, what the hell are you talking about? Like 50-50 fight. To me, it was never going to be a 50-50 fight. You know, yeah. the, the stoppage was the only thing that, you know, I wasn't 100% sure about. But I believed him in enough to say, yes, actually, he can stop him. And, mm. he did, uh, and he did get that. So, you know, uh, let me tell you something. there's nothing I can say. Bring him on the show so he can just, like, gloat. And let's see all those get people just, that were just haters, ask him questions, say, hey, well done, champ. Can you tell me that on Patreon? Yeah? <laughs> Instead of telling them, oh, by the way, I was, I was hating on you. <laughs> just because I wanted to be able to just, like, troll on the chat. That's hey, haters' behavior. Happened? You know?
10: Yo, let me tell you something. And I and look, and I and I was for Congo, but he had me worried for a second. He had me worried for a second. Luther Clay was being very aggressive and and like, you know, I, I got to kind of look at some of some I don't know if it was Fight Hub or who who had the interview, but they they got real wicked with each other before the fight. And uh, you know, it, it's funny itself because I didn't look at that little interview after the fight and I'm like, "Yo, why he come out with such animosity and aggression and apparently they had, you know, they had they exchanged words, and uh, when he came in out the gate like that, bro, he was a pit. He had nice quads, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to support all those freaking super punches he was hitting with him. He was spacing himself really down to the ground and just shooting. And uh, um, at times, I felt like you know Congo was going to get overwhelmed, but then that 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 tenacity kicked in, right? That grit, and you started to see that he wasn't going to allow himself to be bullied and cowered out. He started boxing off the jab. All right, and um, he started throwing this right hand. Hey yo, and it it must be you, you. I mean, Mitty's gym that throws this right hand, bro. But that duck down right hand, yo, it was like yo, it was Mitty. Mitty taught him that one, and and he yo. called he he called Clay nice. Got Clay real bro, nice with that
11: one. got work to do. He got work to do, Chris man. Anything. I can't, t- I can't teach Chris anything, man. <laughs> Chris will teach me stuff 100%. He got
8: work to do, though. Uh, I don't know if it's because he's 6'2 and Clay is shorter, but Clay was cutting the distance and landing the right hand to the body far too easy right from the beginning, from the opening ground. It was something that was there all night until he got lo- knocked out. So you know, again, yeah. if if he's in there with with, with with better opposition, they land that right hand, it might be a little more, you know, dangerous I mean, or powerful.
9: No, listen, and listen, real true. quick. I want oh, to say to those people that picked Clay that I know that weren't trolling, and it seemed like they know something about Clay, and 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 you know, I think that. I think that he definitely showed up. Like that was the thing is I'm, I, I don't have to talk very long because Alex said it all. Al said everything I wanted to say. I, Luther looked really good in there. And here's the thing. I want to see him again. I do. Uh, but you know, I think clay, like Ness said, does have some things he can, I'm sorry. Congo uh, uh, has some things he can uh, sharpen up for sure.
11: Yo, like, like let me tell you, like you know, when you told like this, your body is always going to be a target. So in, every single uh fight from chris like you know this is something that you know we can talk about say yeah okay you know that man uh they open and found a way to get to the body that's that's number one strategy and those people are not like you know people that have never boxed before like so they're going to find their way there uh, i would love to see him just like do different thing from time to time but the one thing he did a lot with lufer when he came with that like right hand to the body a bit sluggish at time was that sharp check check left hook or even that catch and counter with the with the left hook, uh, and that was nice. That's like the kind of thing that separated him from Clay in all those rounds. That's why he was just putting the rounds in the bank. It's just the uh, the schooling, the ability just to move away from the punches and set things up. The ability to make like Clay fall short and then just like jump in with shots, right? So Clay only had one option, just let me go and put the pressure because the jab was fast. The punches were too fast. The, guys was, the guy was long. So, yeah, man. Like, you know, anyway, congratulations, Chris. And hopefully you can come and just yeah. like, talk to the people, man. Talk to the people. They want to hear from you. They, they love you now. So, it's so all good.
8: Yeah, man. Nah, he, he he definitely put on a good fight. Um, Want to see what's next for him. Um, I know he's in the post fight. He spoke domestically, defending the belt. Um, but I hope they put him in with a recognized name. Real quick, I just want to ring the alarm real quick for Coach Myers uh, decided cutting the line isn't what he likes to do. He would rather have two calls. So he upgraded to a boomerang on our Patreon, and if you haven't already checked out our Patreon, maybe it's something you should think about doing, especially since tomorrow is untitled, which is our... Most bestest, funnest, greatest, most watched (laughs) and listened to show on patreon.com forward slash The Boxing Voice. Moving on to Sean Porter and Fox, and Fox Deportes. Sean Porter took on Sebastian Formella. Uh, We here, the TBV family, knew Formella, most famously for uh, dethroning Thulani, Membenge for his IBO and then cowardly vacating his IBO when given the Willy Wonka ticket to face. Say what? Showtime Porter. But nah, um, wow, man. Like, I called Porter by stoppage, especially watching Thulani put hands on Sebastian. I think that. Clay versus Thulani, excuse me, Congo versus Sebastian, that might be the fight because Sebastian, to take a punch, man, I mean, Porter really hit him with everything, and, you know, look, this is one of Porter's most cleanest performance, and it's obvious because uh, the, the opponent wasn't on his level, so everything was clean in this boy's clock, but he took it all, he took it all, so is, 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 is Formella just super durable or does Porter not have no power? But regard no. that's that's just like my own personal question. Other than that, I think Sean Porter looked amazing. Like, you know, he, it took he him some time to warm up, but he was just spot on, punches and combinations, You're bullying kidding. Sebastian. It, it was great.
11: I, I think it was levels there. Like, you know, you, you could see the difference in, like, the world. Uh, fighters like the you know the top ten fighters and the one just outside of top ten fighters. I think there's like a big gap. We don't even have to go to top ten. I think in the welterweight division, you're talking about like you know in the in the seven eight. Like anyone outside of that, you know, uh, there's going to be a, a huge gap between the two. And but to answer your question, I think that uh, for Mela is durable because it was clocked clean and not just one. A lot of time, a lot of time. And um, with regards to the fights, you know, I would love to see uh, Chris Congo against Formella. Uh, that's an interesting fight, but that's not an easy fight for Chris because we've seen that, you know, Formula will make it awkward. You know, it, it, it will make it awkward and you can't take him out that easily. You know, I think like Chris can win on points, but it has to be. You know everything has to be right. I don't want him to go to Germany for that. You know, <laughs> bring Formula in the in the UK where we have like home home court advantage. And uh, yeah, let's see what happens there. But that's yo, it's hard. yo, real it's
8: quick, real me, quick. Though. Go ahead, Mitty, You really think like just quick answer. You really think um, Chris would have to go? To, I'm mean, like like there's a possibility he would have to go to Germany. I
11: no no it's not because the simple fight that is managed by dillian and it will probably be somewhere on like an undercard of like one of the the, the fighters that deal with matrum is very very likely to be uh in the in the uk but i was just saying that just in case like you know tulani had to go to germany god knows how right and he's uh, it was like a pbc fighter right isn't it like no so hell i don't no, know hell
8: no tulani no? was a south african he's he was All on right. his own okay
11: no. so so i don't know how it happened and he just got to go there but like you know i would never have like you know lost like a purse beat or anything i would just say hey, we're doing that fight in the u.s or you know yeah but you know i don't think that you know chris will go it makes more sense it makes more money in the uk anyway so
10: he wants to defend his title then
9: Yeah, listen, I think Porter showed so much. He looks so good. Yeah, you know, you talk about the opponent, but you still have to perform those things. You know, Porter did things in the ring last night that, you know, we wouldn't see him try against a higher level opponent. But I think that once you kind of get that confidence to do it in a fight under the bright lights, you know, that confidence kind of builds. And so uh, it was just a complete performance, like Ness said, from Porter, I think, all around. You know, he deserves credit for the win, and I hope he gets right back into the main, you know, picture. He did end up winning a, what was it? Uh, Shoot, it was a WBC silver welterweight belt. I know that. And then now he becomes the what? Something else. Mandatory, right? Who? What what did Sean win? He won the silver title.
8: Sean won the Eliminator for both WBC and IBF, and yeah, they did. Yeah. IDF as well. That's they it. did strap a belt on him. Um, That's the
9: WBC silver welterweight title, from what I understand. And uh, you know, it was, uh, yeah, it was a good moment for Sean. He needs mm-hmm.
10: to. Transition. Come on, guys. Let's 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 not let's not let's not sugarcoat this, man. We everybody was talking about, and there's a few that didn't, but everybody was talking about Formella getting washed. He gonna get pummeled. He ain't gonna be handling himself. He. Let's give Formella a little bit of credit here.
8: He he received credit. What are you talking about? I know.
10: I mean, I'm not talking directly just to the panelists. I'm talking to those out there that may be listening, right, that that, that are not giving Formella the credit. Because at the end of the day, Sean was supposed to take him out. And even though, you know, Sean was supposed to take him out, I like to see Sean, you know, uh, uh, bounce around and box as well, you know, every now and then when he can. And uh, usually... Don't see him doing that too much on high on, on high level top five guys. I mean, he boxed with Ugas a little bit, and then he boxed with Formella, so. I don't know if it's just something that he likes to do or feels that he can do when he feels secure in in, in, in his fight, but it was good to see some of those wrinkles. Uh, Formella, what can I say? We all agree that the man's face is definitely not built like Linares. <laughs> this guy's face is built, <laughs> built like well, a freaking, I don't even know, adamantium, vibranium, whatever you want well, to call well. it, dog. This man did not get cut. He
8: didn't get, I didn't see nothing. He, does he does looked like move. he was red. He I, a, I hope he Eddie move. brings he him move back. Move he's a vampire i hope eddie brings him back Mitty. let me ask you um because i know you said you like the 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 sebastian fight but you know him fighting sebastian might put him him being congo on the world level too soon so who else who else could eddie bring sebastian back for domestically for you guys that maybe we know
11: Oh, you, you want him on, like, a, on a matchroom? Yeah, he can, like, so... Oh, that's
8: right. This was PBC, so PBC... Yeah, if,
11: if it's someone on oh, the Oh, no, World never Network. mind.
8: No, it's got to be PBC to bring him back, right. right? So, damn. Yeah. Ennis, then. No, but then, I, give I don't Ennis. think it's
11: tied with anyone, though. They, they can bring him in the U.S. or, or yeah, in no, London, but right? So.
8: Usually, when you fight on the card, usually you are asking that guy to get you back on. He's got an option on you. You're texting yeah, him, so... I'm just saying, if it, since it is the PBC side, I guess uh, uh, Ennis is what I desperately want to see. He, I just seen an interview today where he still has Robinson have an opponent.
11: Ray Robinson, also, Ennis, like those type of fights, or even Rashidi, right? Like you know, Shinobi, Mad Bent on the super chat says Formella gets credit
10: for taking blows.
11: Yeah, but he's oh. not. not lying. Like if we if we're going talking about whitewash. That was a whitewash. That was a twelve run to nil, right? So yeah, I was, that was twelve nothing. That was twelve
8: nothing. Know?
11: But the the thing is, it has to, he yeah. has to, you know, it has to take like, you know, it has to take to be given credit because we all thought he was gonna get, you know, stopped. So, uh, and nah, he got the I, I guess durabil- shout out Listen. to Intrigue. Intrigue, like it. Intrigue called it. Intrigue called it that Porter won't do it. Label him with the
8: durability tag. That's it. That's all he yeah. gets. You know, Diego Chavez got more in his knockout loss to Thurman than than Formella's going to get in this. Formella just gets durability. That's it. Ain't a guy that's going to make your fighter work. You know, don't put your fighter in there if he don't know how to cut off the ring because it's going to be a long night. I think
10: I think I think he he doesn't do well with guys like Porter. That style, that that style, and that strength. I don't think he does well. Hey look for Mel. I'm gonna give him credit for his footwork, like I did before the fight. I'm gonna give him credit for his countering. He did good. He did counter Sean a couple of times. Obviously, it wasn't enough, <laughs> but he showed some good things that I think that you know he could he could make some really really competitive fights with some of the guys that are below the five. You know, the top five. He could make some interesting fights. Give some guys some trouble. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Formella anymore. But before I, you know, stop talking about it, I again, kudos to Porter. He did his thing. He did wash him all the rounds. All right, guys, I'm not saying anything else. I'm just saying that the other guy showed up to fight too. And, uh, you know, it. Um, I got to consider him for it. I got to consider him for it. But shout out to Sean and Team Porter. So
8: uh, uh, Formella was ranked 14 yesterday or 11 I'm not sure if he already dropped. Wow!
11: I thought it, I thought it was 11.
8: I know. Damn! Ray Robinson yeah. took him over. He's 14 now on box Re- I mean on oh. you know, WBC. Um, yeah, I guess that's the final update. Next, who's
9: next? Next was oh, okay. Next was uh, Fendora defeating the uh, TBV pick Gallimore. Scupendous. Ruining a bunch of people's uh, chances of winning. Uh,
4: the, the
8: I'm all right with it, me. though. I'm all right with Fondora because he looked good. So he made yeah. a fan out of me. He didn't look like his last two fights where he looked very vulnerable, very soft. You know, he, he bullied Gallimore really good. Yeah, Yo, uh, you said it yesterday. He was slapping him around. Bro. He slapped him
11: across the <laughs> ring. I'm telling Crazy. you. Like, yeah. Every yeah. dying
10: on the live fight chat, man. My fight chat was good. Yo, it, looks yeah, it, look- like,
8: it looks like we got another. I know this is off topic. I'm sorry, but it's because we was just on the rankings. It looks like we got ourselves another um, Carlos Ocampos coming out of Mexico. Except he does have some knockouts, but he's faced absolutely no one. Mm. He's 15 on the WBC rankings, and he's in a WBC... Uh, U.S. and W.B.C. Silver Welterweight Title,
11: and someone is making business moves, so we're we gonna find out, you know, who's real manager. Soon. That's and, what I'm like, trying you know, to tell you.
8: That's what I'm trying to tell you. We're gonna find out real soon because he's gonna be fighting <laughs> for that, for that belt <laughs> and another W.B.C. Feta box Title, straight yeah. out of Mexico, fellas. And he is five eight, which is not small for the welterweight division. Remember, Bradley was five eight. Um, And he's got, you know, 85 rounds box, Mm. 79.19% KO ratio. Uh,
11: But, uh, you know, let's go back to Fondura because I I did enjoy him. And, you know, I, I like, you know, the guy because, you know, you wouldn't expect him to fight the way he does for his size. And, like, the height is crazy. Uh, but he chooses to go and fight on the inside, and he's <laughs> and, successful. <laughs> and he's very successful. And he finds he finds some very good shots. And the way he makes space for those shots, utilizing like his elbows, but not in a dirty way, like in a in a very technical way, is nice. You know, I, I liked him, but he, I I think he likes power though because he was landing so much on Gallimore. I don't understand how he went that late, right? But you know, that, that's one thing. Um, that goes yeah. against him. But I agree apart from on that, that it, it was good. It was it was interesting. <laughs> you know,
10: bro. Yeah. I Fondora. I had him winning. You, you picked know?
8: him. Yep. Yeah. Fondora you know, is this... a male Delphine.
10: I was ready to tell you, nah man, he had way better punches. <laughs> he knows how to get in nah, range nah. like probably. Bro, male hey, dolphin. It was hitting him with the prince. But but,
11: but I hear what I hear what he's saying though he has the tank of Delphin because he kept throwing, man. He just yeah. kept throwing.
9: Yeah, he, no, he did good, man. Listen, I I saw some fights of his leading up to the fight, and uh, I just didn't like what I saw, and and also I don't think that the Nathan Gallimore I expected to show up showed up either. Take that for what you want, but um, what that, Ultimately, bro? ultimately, ultimately, listen. I think Nathan survived longer. I think that speaks more to Nathan than it does uh, for Honduras. And, uh, you know, I I do think that, you know, this could be the back of something or the start of something, I guess, like a good run for him. Um, We'll see. We'll see. He's got like really crazy attributes for that weight. You know what I mean? He's just like freakishly long and tall and, um, you know, that's always a dangerous thing. But, uh, you know, I lost that pick him for sure. Nathan Uh, let me down terribly.
8: terribly. He let me down terribly. He didn't even fight halfway like himself. Like his his game plan was rushing. Smother and hope to land one lucky shot without even looking up. Man, it's just crazy.
11: Right. He looked, he what, what happened? What, what happened to his hairstyle? though? He had like a half <laughs> in the back of his head.
8: Yeah, he let he shaved his heart uh, and dyed it red. We got Mad Bent with a super chat saying Fondura, aka Paul Williams, punches non stop. Yeah, but Paul, at least you know, even though he gave up his height, he he like used the one too. Fondura likes to be on the inside for real. His legs look so crazy, bro. It's so skinny, man. It's crazy.
10: He's yo, was not
8: semejante vara. He he does look like a praying mantis.
10: Praying mantis, that's my nickname for him from now on. Crazy, the, bro. He uh he yeah. look he impressed me on in the inside. I'm gonna go back to what Mitty said. I'll just say my piece two seconds style. Mitty, you said it right. He was a guy that's super tall, who you expect to be working at the end of end of his jab. All of a sudden, he's in the phone booth, barely fitting in that (laughs) in that place anyway. But he was in there and he was successful. Uh, How was he successful? Right. How was he successful when you got all that body that's exposed? Why wasn't Gallimore taking advantage of that? Okay, well, the kid has some long ass arms. Elbows were all the way down to his side. So he was able to cover up pretty well on the inside. What else was he able to do? He was able to throw short shots. All right? A lot of the times when you see these tall guys on the inside, you're afraid they're not going to be able to tighten up because they have long arms. This guy, <laughs> he's uh, from another planet. <laughs> he was able to short the shots up. And because of his build, right, yeah, he was always the guy that was on the inside smaller, right? You head to head like Rams with your fighter. The other guy's wider than you. You're thinner. You're on the inside of his body. And he stood there, you know, and his long arms could easily reach over and just hit the body whenever Gallimore would bend over. So there was a lot of things that Fandora was using to his advantage that got him that win.
8: All right. Well, we got um, Justin Deloach
9: drops
8: down for the third fight to uh, 147. Mm-hmm. and he gets a first-round stoppage over the Cuban. Now, you know, I'm not going to uh, really overhype it because we, you know, me and Mario said we didn't think that this Cuban was like the rest of the Cubans, but at least we did continue to say that this Cuban at least seemed to be being fast-tracked, uh, but they're going to have to put a halt to that because Deloach slept him in one.
9: Slept him, Yeah. Yeah, I slept them in one. Uh, you How know, you this really is. That fight? Yeah, this 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 I didn't see it either. All I saw was the knockout on on uh on uh they had on Twitter. You know, from a few different angles. We got it on and, our
8: Instagram uh, if you want to see it. I don't want to play it just in case Fox acts up, so it's on our Instagram. I feel,
9: yeah, I feel you on that. Uh, and so you know, ultimately, this was him in a B side situation, and he came out, and you know, as Ness had stated earlier the week. You know, that that was a fight that, you know, it could have definitely gone Justin Loach's way. He's, he's a top fighter, or he was a top amateur. He's, he does a lot of really good things. He's just, he's lost throughout his career. You know, he lost to Nathan Gallimore. He lost to uh, Rosario. So there's, like, a lot of great fighters that he's lost to. Um, but this is
8: what think Gallimore was got, supposed to do, take advantage of the training. You know, both of these guys were training with Cunningham and giving, getting Lubin ready for Lubin's fight. I think Lubin's fighting Geisha... And it's like, damn! At least, at least the Loach got it off, man. He got it off. Definitely. Happy definitely. for him. We got a schedule. Happy
9: him. for him. And uh, yeah, Gashay? 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 Yo, Gachet.
11: Gachet. it looks
8: like Gashay. Oh,
11: oh, he fighting Bobby, Bobby. Souchay? <laughs> right, I just, I just heard Geisha. I was like, what the hell? What oh, is that, that so? That? so chi- <laughs> is Geisha <laughs>
8: Japanese or Chinese? I forget. I think he's Japanese. I think he's Japanese. I really Think so.
11: Yeah, it's Jap- <laughs> Japanese and it's a very you know specific type of woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know.
8: Yeah. Oh, a Japanese geisha is a specific type of woman.
11: Yeah, it's a lady of the night, man.
8: Oh shit. Yeah, but I thought they were more into like.
11: Never mind. We'll we we'll, we'll save that lady, for Lady of the night.
8: That reminds lady me of, of like the a, like a, a dong a dongo mal song. Uh, what is it?
9: Uh, <laughs> yo, so uh, moving on to the uh, final Angel,
8: big card la, of the. Angel de uh, la Noche, week. Angel de la Noche, I think it's called. But uh, yeah, moving on, we got Joe Smith Jr. in the top rank called Joe Smith, man, I'm so <laughs> yo boxing right. He was an underdog, and all week I'm like, yo, two seventy five plus two seventy five. Plus two seventy-five. Yo, he smoked Alvarez, man. Smoked him. Smoked Yo, Alvarez
11: like a Lucy, them. bruh. Let me tell you, I don't know where that, you know, that came from, but I had a feeling that he was gonna set a high pace hmm. because he wanted to show that he had a bigger tank, and that's what he did. He didn't stop punching. And like you said, he smoked him. You know, I, I don't know, man. He knocked about the ring, bro. You know what
8: needs to be said? You know what needs to be said, man? Because, you know, he doesn't get that credit. And I think right now we got to start. Damn, Mario, with your. your, 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 your what's it called? I'm going to put him to sleep. Typos, he put Jose Smith. <laughs> no E. <laughs> it's oh, Hose. My oh, Jose. Hose. Hose Smith. I
9: put Hose Smith.
8: <laughs> Yo. Yo, blame your precious apple. Blame Apple. So, uh there, where was I go? Oh, yo, this guy gets top, like, top-level knockouts. Like, he keeps getting knockouts at this level. You got to respect that because, I like, look, look at Porter. Look at Thurman. Look at Broner, Danny. Like, they only knock out a certain level of fighter. Alvarez, I mean, Alvarez, he was a former world champ. Like, he only been knocked out by... Kovalev and you know this guy keeps doing that man like you know I, I I don't know the thing is he put him through the ropes just like he did Hopkins yeah he did
10: <laughs> bro his gas tank was phenomenal the the i mean when he had alvarez on the ropes for a second and he just did like this flurry you, i know you guys remember it was like bah, 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 bah. i'm like yo this guy's got the intensity and in, in, in smith's eyes was crazy and all uh, you know i got to give credit to alvarez for not getting uh you know super stretched out cuz there were some shots man that he was throwing that he was catching on on his gloves that man he was throwing with bad intentions. So, yeah, I'm going to give uh, Smith all his credit. I picked against him. Obviously, you guys know that. And um, I really thought Alvarez was going to be able to overwhelm him. And, and and it turned out to be the other way around. Uh, Coach Mitty, that was a hell of a pick you had, man. Because, again, I, I give Joe Smith a you lot of credit. You no, no, no. I picked a lady. No, a lady
8: hey, Middy picked Joe? Yeah, Mitty, picked Joe. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah Mitty,
10: wow. Mitty, picked Joe, bro. Mitty, picked Joe. And he, and he had the whole breakdown, too. And, and it made a lot of sense. I heard know, what he worked. said.
8: You know, I was talking to Elms from the UK. And I'm like, you know, midi said that, you know, Joe Smith is a worker. <laughs> so because of COVID, at least he's still in blue collar shape. But that shit wasn't enough to convince me. That was just, like, shape. People work out in their garage during COVID. But that, that fight oh, looked totally I different. Mean, but I mean, that's nice. high level, right? But did they, you see they, Alvarez uh, uh,
10: the same as you saw him in, in, when he won against Kovalev? Or do you did you see anything different? Because I of, ain't see same not, question for, for nah, coach.
8: Nah, the only difference was Joe. Joe was All just right. nonstop, man, and he was in shape, like Mitty said. And he was he was actually accurate too, like he was really working, bro. I mean, we've seen it. It was live, and he just kept busting him up. And he's like, "Whoa, he's bleat first the nose, and then more." More damage and more damage. So, yeah.
11: and the thing is, like you know, when he was throwing like those, like few, like five, Throw six, seven, like those are shots where you're actually looking for your power shots, right? So, and it's a lot. It's a lot of volume, but they don't actually take a lot out of you because you don't put too much mustard on it, like. But you're actually looking for the opening, and he found the opening this way. He was just keeping Alvarez busy with the high card. And then he came through it when, I, when it was time. So I, I liked what he did. He's very underrated. Like, it's not just the work rate. Uh, it's also the power. And it's also the way he sets things up. Like, so he's more technical than we think. And beating a guy like Alvarez, who's a technician, means that, you know, you have to be respected as a boxer also now, not, not just as a guy that comes and upset people just because you're workhorse or something, you know. So
8: better be for what? I, I
9: that's don't what it mind looks it. like. I mean, go ahead, I,
11: mean, th-
8: I don't mind it because you know Barrera is more of a boxer. Better Beav is gonna get in there and bang with Joe, so he'll be more vulnerable. Yes. Um, you know, because I I bring up Barrera because Barrera is the guy that got to beat Joe somehow. Now now I'm looking like how you lose to him, and then Biv will beat Joe, but that's explainable. Everybody thinks Bibble's the best guy in the world, right? So, you know, we'll yeah. see which super chat do Miss Day.
10: And I got you champ. It's a uh, boxing's best.
8: He says Will Garcia rematch Porter right after EJ fight? I mean, well, I mean, yeah, if that's what is best for him. You got to remember if Danny beats Earl, Mikey takes the Danny uh Mikey and Mikey and Pacquiao want the Danny fight. You know it. And guess what? Let's see how that works out. Porter had no rematch because this is all out and we all friends, we all family, everybody got to eat. So let's see if Danny wins, do Earl got a rematch or, or we still all friends and everybody got to eat and you going to get another shot the way Danny got a shot, the way Porter going to get another shot, the way Thurman going to get... I don't know. It could be that type of relationship, you know? But going back to the topic at hand, yeah. um, better be Joe Smith. Is- uh, uh, should... So, should Top Rank, give us this next.
11: I mean, it would be good for Joe because I think that's the biggest fight and that's the fight that makes sense uh financially at least. But, like, it's a freaking hard fight. And I, I, I don't see... With, with the style, right? You know, and maybe, you know, I'm being too critical for someone who just, like, gave us upsets on a high level. But I don't see him winning based on the style. The style is going to be... Who's gonna land the harder shots the first, uh, and not even so much who's gonna land the harder shot the first, like who's gonna hurt the other one the first? And I have the feeling that <laughs> Bittobiere is gonna be the one who's gonna hurt Joe. Hey,
10: and look, not to say that Joe can't hurt him.
11: Joe Joe packs a yeah.
10: wallop, man, and anybody I, and that's but, shaking his hand and knows he has heavy and, hands.
11: And, and he, Bittobiere's been done, right? So
10: remember, yeah. like you know. Um, uh, that would be uh, a hell of a war. That's what I can of, say. And, yeah. and and I, I obviously, I'm going to give Arthur Betteby the technicality. You know what I'm saying? He's the guy that was primed to be a fighter. And Joe, you know, kind of took it late upon his, in his life. But um, after what I saw yesterday and against Alvarez, which I considered the tough guy, yeah. I, I I see him matching up in that fight. And it, if I see the same gas tank I saw yesterday from Joe Smith, <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that gas tank was impressive. I think it would make a hell of a fight. And... Um, has Joe been knocked out yet? I'm not aware of that. I don't think so. So gotta give I don't him a chance. No, he
8: took Bivol shots. He ain't even get he ain't even get no 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 corner stoppage. Like, you know, he went UD with Bivol. All right.
10: So there you go. Gotta give him a shot, man. I definitely give him a shot. All
8: cool. righty then. Brent gets the win and beats up Kopelenko. <laughs>
10: I didn't even. I didn't even get to catch that one, man.
11: Uh, I, we we couldn't see it because we were watching. Um, so y'all I think couldn't we, go we're back. So you couldn't go back time. on
8: your on y'all ESPN Plus and watch Rob Brent the Patreon. Uh, I, shout I don't, I don't shout have out that. Shout out Rob you know, Brent. Uh, shout out Javier Caputilla for being patrons of TBV.
11: Chips. Yeah. Yeah, I I I don't have that. Otherwise, I would have done that. But you know, I'm, I'm happy that shots. he got the the knockout. Like you know, I had him like. Picked him for the win because I didn't know much about Kopilenko. And uh, I picked him for UD, like, instead of, like, um, a KO, like, in one of my parley. Uh And, yeah, I'm happy he got the, the win regardless. And the KO is good. It's bonus. Like you said, he's a, a Patreon. He's a real one. So it's all good, man. Yeah, no. Uh, he got oh, the
8: win. Wait, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I- I'll go after Alex. Go
10: ahead, Dumi. I, no, who's oh,
9: going? no, I like, said I'll go, but that. I didn't, I thought, dude, Oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, listen. Uh, I think that, you know, uh, haven't gotten a chance. Oh, no, no, no. I saw the Towson too. Um, or just like little, uh, you know, bits and pieces. So, you know, but we can move on from that. Duke also got his win in the first round. Uh, you know, making Duke Reagan got his, uh, made his debut last night and got the win.
10: I didn't, uh, yeah, I couldn't catch it. There was so much going on, which I'm freaking thrilled about. You know what I'm saying? It's been a while since I have to like have two screens up and do this just to try to see fights. So I'm glad that they're feeding us all these fights. Um, I got to see uh, a little bit of Clay Collard. And again, Clay Collard surprised me. Me and my whole theory got blown out the water. So again, You know, uh, uh, you guys got me on that one. I thought that, you know,
3: Maurice. Uh, When when you all
8: start believing box break picks, I told you the minute I opened up and showed you his box break pick, I knew he wasn't going no rounds, and I said that. And,
10: and, and you look, maybe I should have listened more. This is out of all my picks. This is the one that I can say that I delved into my little underdog feelings. Right. And I'm like, and not just that, because I'm like, okay, who's been boxing? You know, who's really think taking this as boxing only. But then honestly, man, Collar showed me, uh, uh, damn that he can really be in this, in this sport. You know, and I yeah. have to and I have to go back to the other one. Like he's pretty good, man. His straight shots is crazy. He he threw 113 punches and and I think the first round and one of the rounds, it, it, the guy's high volume. He was in shape. I should have thought. I should have thought. <laughs> Bradley I
8: no, Bradley no, wants him tested. Bradley said no yeah. more of this bull crap. Give him a for- yeah. real
11: fight. It is right. I think me, right? Me and you me and you watch it together, right, Ness. Like you sucks. know, whilst like we were waiting for the next like uh, next feed. Uh but my problem with the opponent was not so much his box wreck. It's like when I started w- watching video of him on YouTube. He didn't want to be there. I-, I realized that, you know, he may be a good like you know, local fighter, you know, maybe in his city, in his town, in his state or whatever. Uh but he didn't have, like, the, the punch volume or the hand speed to to handle uh, Colored. He did, definitely didn't have the power because, like, Colored didn't respect his power whatsoever. But it was slick. You know, it, it, nice movements and everything. But as soon as he got tagged with hard shots, he started looking away and all that. Very amateurish, right? So, um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that
10: looking away stuff, man. I was yeah. like, damn. That, you know when you see that, midi as a coach? Yeah. You already know the gym. You know, man. like
11: you have ah! to the, the coach. Like my fighter does that. I'll throw the towel because you look man. away. You don't know what's happening next. You're and, you know, get stuck. You stuck. I said, my man, if you're gonna just <laughs> look away, we're gonna throw the towel. Like you need to know that, and don't get upset with me. Like you know, because you don't know about you know the next shots coming through, and that can that can be damaging, man.
8: All right, um, since we talked about all the fights, I want to focus our attention on TBV's very own Fantasy Pick'em League where uh, your, your, your own Nestradamus fell from the coveted second position in the amateur oh. league. I've, I've fallen two slots to the fourth position, though. I'm still showing you that I am a god when it comes to picking. But there are some people that, you know, I guess three people above me or a group of threes, right? Because
11: it's... Please, name them. Name them. Who are those people? Who are... We, we want to hear their well, name. Well,
8: well, well, they should go to Patreon <laughs> to find out. But, <laughs> but week one and two winner is Christian Camillo, which is a 2016... Las Vegas TBV Appreciation Night Attendee, a long time listener, uh, and a Patreon supporter for a long time as well. You know, he consistently even sends PayPals every now and then just uh to 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 make sure we go on some certain you know, certain road trips and things like that. And uh it's good to see that he's still around and uh, participating and he is in the lead. Then you got Galito from the UK. Oh, yeah. He's from UK. uh
11: like, but yeah, that's in uh, Ness, That that's you're talking strictly about the pro league. Right, right now, I'm
8: talking pro league leaderboard. So, Kristen yeah. Camillo and Calito are one and two. Brandon in Cincinnati, back like he never left, slid into Stupendous. slid into the number two B position, and then we got uh, Majimbe. DR, not only taking over the rankings in boxing, but also in the pro leagues. My Gene Bay comes in and number three. Casual Bass Guy also number three. Dennis in Tampa also number three. And 704 the Sniper also number three. Mark Blake as well. And then Info Joe, who started the league, he's in fourth. Ryan O'Rourke in the UK also in fourth. No Mario in fourth. Mario. Then Ryan in fifth. Sony in sixth. Big Supermax in seventh. Ion G. Uh, Gamar is in seventh as well. Continuing Yo. the paid league. Um, you know, what you was about to say something? Sorry.
11: Uh, I think I think it's important to to tell the, the listeners and even those participants that you know. Although there's like number one, three, four, like between the top four, I believe, there's only like three or four points different. Right. So it's not like anyone is really running, running away with it and cannot be caught, Right. So, uh, you know, next week is important and will determine who's the winner of the prize for August. Like Christian Camillo in the league right now. But you guys at number two, three, four, five position, you still in in the running?
8: Yo, shout out to Steve in Chicago, aka Tevin Farmer, on his comeback trail already at number eight. Holla, George Foster, UK, eight, big casual guy, eight. Dan nine, PMJ tenth, King Born on the Road tenth, Sony. Also, Temp, how is Sony in two different places, uh, Midi?
11: It's because the paid league takes account of the weeks where you actually paid for the um, uh, for the, the $5 fee, right? So let's say in week one, you didn't pay the $5 fee. And uh, in week two, you paid it. Your point in week two will not accumulate in the pro league. That's one way to do it. Uh, but also, you have to remember that in the amateur league and in the pro league, you have different numbers of participants, right? So Sony could be number three, let's say, in the pro league out of ten people, but out of like seventy-five people in the amateur league, he could be actually number sixteen oh, or whatever, yeah, right? Oh
8: yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No wonder, cause he is, yeah. he is, he is number four. I mean, he's number six. In the pay in the pro, but his points total points are only ten, which in the in the in the amateur league, where it's more people, it shows you that he's only really number ten, which is so beneath me because I'm number four.
11: <laughs> you know what I yeah, I mean, like if you have more participants, like that's where your your guys. position will be different, right? Two different leagues, guys. Leads, guys. Which, what what yes. place? What
10: place am
8: I in? Oh, do me! I gotta go find you all the way in number thirteen.
4: Oh, oh and you're not even
8: number thirteen. You're like man, 13. man you gave me the unluckiest number. You're like thirteen C because there's an A and B already. Oh, Let's give me the A, least, is unluckiest he, number Bring me along. Bring me along. Is he even beating you in the league? He's ahead of you. He's he's thirteen B. You're thirteen C. You guys are both 13, but there's, you know, numerous 13s. There's a lot of you guys in 13. Bowen Bama in 13. Big Nick in the UK, you 13. Sweet Hands Fernandez, 13. Intrigue the incredible, Mr. I picked Pavekin. How you in 12 if you pick Pavekin?
11: I think he didn't pick in the first week. So Intrigue didn't necessarily go. Yeah, on he, eight, he only got in a total of eight week.
8: points. He only got a total of so, eight. So he did
11: well this week. I think he has like an overall of eight correct pick for this week out of eleven fights, so that's not bad. And yeah. So that, that's the problem with Intrigue, I think. I
8: mean, let's be real, it is bad. He got eight points. So I got double that.
11: <laughs>
8: like that's oh, yeah. that's bad. Double time. That's bad. Let's be real too, Christian. Let's be real. You only got 18 points, Mr. Number One. I got 17 points. I'm on your heels! All right, but that's enough of the TBV Betting League. If you want to be a part of it, you got to join Patreon at the lowest level, three bucks. We'll take that one cup of coffee and just split it four ways. But, yeah, you'll be able to join the league. What
11: up? Before you move away from that, just give me, like, you know, two minutes on uh, next week. I just want to read out, like, the... uh... The next set of bouts, and just let me know. You if, want me to read you know, it? I
8: got it pulled up already.
11: Yeah, Jeff yeah Horn. I, I got it too. But oh, like, just one thing. Uh, yeah, Wait. I'll go for it. Like so, you have uh, Jeff Horn versus Tim Zhu. Uh, that is happening on Wednesday or at 5 a.m. Uh, your time. Uh, so the poll is already out there on Patreon and it's got a limit of, uh, I believe it's tomorrow. next. like tomorrow. Midnight, midnight,
8: midnight tw- Tuesday.
11: Ne- yeah. So you need to make your, your picks, make sure you just go over on Patreon. uh, next one. We've got like, uh, UK cards, uh, for, from MTK on ESPN plus on Wednesday, Louis Crocker versus Louis green. Uh, that's the, the headline fight. Uh, I spoke to Joe before the call and the second fight that I had on the list, we don't think that, you know, he should be out there. It's like Lee McGregor versus Ryan Walker. The reason why yo, we're proposing yo, I'm to vouching, remove Yo, yo, I'm
8: vouching to remove, I mean, I'm voting to remove Lewis as well. If you don't got a box rack pick, you don't belong in the league, man. No, <laughs> but it, I know it, it, it sounds has, like a joke, but like your manager, yeah. your promoter, someone should have did that. You're 11-0 with no <laughs> box rack. Come on, man. I mean, does he yeah. deserve to be in our league? We don't even know what he looks like.
11: Yeah, but actually that that's one of the things, and that's a good point that you mentioned, that one of the criteria and one of the things that Joe really looks into He says that, you know, if there's no way to do some research on you, then we're not going to put you in. And that's the reason why we're proposing to remove the Lee McGregor versus Ryan Walker because there's actually no real, like, uh, footage on... Um, on YouTube, but at least I wanted to just read it out and make sure that we all agree to to remove this. uh So that that's the one. Next one uh, is Jose Ramirez versus Victor Postol. Uh, on the same card, you have like Arnold Barbosa Jr. versus Tony Lewis. I don't know those guys, but what? I think there's footage on them. You don't know Arnold
8: Barbosa or Tony no. Lewis. Tony Lewis is no. from Canada. He's, yeah. I mean, now look, I don't want to hype Tony up. He's uh, most notably known for losing. I think he might have one notable <laughs> win. I think he might have one yeah. notable win. But he does. it's not like he has a lot of losses. He only lost three times, yeah. once by KO. He hasn't lost since 2015, but you already know he's been fighting exclusively in Canada since he lost oh. in America.
11: That's good. Like, I'm just saying, like, personally, I don't know him, but we deciding to keep it because at least I've seen that there is, like, data for me and like videos for me to just do my research and get to know him so that's barboza
8: what stops this kid
11: yeah don't give all the answers right away man we'll get to it <laughs> and then uh next fight uh on that card also is elvis rodriguez versus cody wilson obviously elvis rodriguez is making some noise so we decided to keep that name nah, on, nah, the, Middy, Middy, on there come on
8: man he's making some booja Let's go. Some, Some That's um, right. in Spanish, baby. You making that noise.
11: Yeah.
4: Yo, it's not uh, even listed
8: I, on BoxRec, though.
4: And yeah. They, I, and and so, talk
8: about bad BoxRec's pick. They got my man looking like he's a freaking recovering dope addict. Look at this. That's
11: what I'm saying. That's what we can't go based on Sheesh. pictures and all that. We just like, you know. I'm going to talk like, to his
8: manager, man. Right now, I'm texting <laughs> him this. They got to change this shit.
11: Come on, Next one, like so we're moving on to a UK card, like with Daniel Dubois versus Ricardo Schneiders. Uh, so that's obviously staying in because you got Dubois. Uh, Sam Maxwell versus Joe Hughes. Uh, and Sonny Edwards versus Thomas Esomba. Those are the three fights we selected from that card. Uh, all three names are relatively known, like men guys, so that's all good. Uh, moving on to that card, we're going to PBC in the US with Eris Landry-Lara versus Greg Vandetti, uh, Alfredo Angulo versus Caleb Truax. And Evgeny Hitrov versus Vaughn Alexander.
8: Yo, he fighting Devin's brother. Yo, that's a yeah. tough fight to pick, man.
11: And the last one I don't really know, dude, but like you can tell me. Uh, Deshaun Webster versus Robin Sewan Safar. So let me know if you wanna keep that fight or not. Uh, but that's the last fight that we had on there. And if we miss fight, what, what any card fights, is that
8: Deshaun Webster? What happened? What card is the Deshaun Webster fight?
11: Uh let me He's a hundred and seventy-five
8: pounder. He he fought Samuel Clarkston. He's got the three SPN. losses, one by KO. Oh my goodness. Hell no, man. My man come. My man, last fight, four fights are draw, draw, loss, draw.
11: So he is on the let
8: me see who's I Robin. Who's I
11: Robin? think he's on the PBC called, Like the um uh, on the uh on I don't know, on the uh okay. intro so Robin, versus Vaughn.
8: Robin must be the A side that we supposed to find out about. He's from Sweden. He's yeah. ten and oh seven KOs. I never heard of him. But what's the name again, Ness? Robin
11: Sirwan Robin. Safar. So that that's one that's uh, you know it's on CBS Sports uh, and yeah. So that's the same card as Heathrow and Alexander. That's the that's the main event on that.
8: Who the hell is Oliver Cabrera? Oliver. Yeah. Oliver's his manager. He has one fighter, which is so. Robin. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. Yo, I'm texting Elvis right now. Come on, champ. Tell your manager to freaking change this, bro.
10: Yo, he had just gotten his, you know, glove signed by Tyson.
8: Nah, I seen bro. that. Nah, it looked like it looked like he got out of jail right there with that pick, bro. We got a super chat doing me.
10: Super chatty. I thought it was a counterpunch. Uh, but Rod, I, you know, just to let you know, CYP already counterpunched. <laughs> Rod 1870 says, white. Bad emoji, sleepy time, sleepy time emoji, laughing emoji, laughing emoji, glass chin. So let me see if I could put this into words. White, sleeping, ha, 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 glass chin. <laughs> mm.
4: uh, <laughs> Not yeah, a lot I to look.
10: decipher there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is the new hieroglyphics. You know that, right, guys? Just yeah. think about it. Hieroglyphics and yeah. emojis and everything else we got in our phones these days. Yeah. It's the new Egyptian
8: CYP counterpunch right now all caps.
13: Oh hello, hello there. Listen, it's funny because there's I guess there's a Miss CYP in the chat. And I'm telling y'all, don't block dude. Let Miss CYP in the chat live. That is an honor for somebody to change their avatar and represent me, man. I appreciate that. We do it to Eddie Hearn, we do it to Wilder, AJ. Now we do the CYP. Congratulations. I've made it. Secondly, secondly, secondly. You you want us to take it easy on Dillian White when all they can do is talk about Wilder. They've been talking about Wilder for months. We can't talk about Dillian White for 24 hours. No, we're going to talk about Dillian White for 600 days. We want all the smoke. Nighty-night, Dillian White, CYP is in the building. I ain't going nowhere. No time soon.
8: (laughs) woo Cut cut it, cut it. Nah, nah. It's not that I don't want you to talk about Dillian White or to take shots. I'm saying it's a vicious circle, right? Some could say we started or they started when 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 AJ beat Brazil, right? Not that Brazil was our horse in the race, but we were forced in that position. So uh, then we gloated when when Ruiz beat AJ. Right, and then Karma struck us, and AJ beat Ruiz. You know what I mean? And then Wilder Fury happened, and boom, some more Karma. So it's just like, are we gonna keep doing it to each other? Like I, I said, like the one that laughed is the one that lost, right? Wilder seen AJ lose. He said, "Oh, he wasn't a real champion." Now he lost, right? Yeah. Now, Dillian seen Wilder lose, and his interview on Sky was 30 seconds of just laughter. That's what they chose to promote. Ha, 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 ha. And now he lost. You understand what I'm saying? Now, Ruiz put out the laughing out loud emoji when Dillian was lost. So, let's see what happens with him and Ariola. But...
4: Uh-huh. I think, and you no, you,
11: you, but you... I, I kind of agree though, like you know, I mean I believe in karma, but I don't think that it comes in play into sports or anything like when the outcome is decided by whether you're complacent or whether you train <laughs> enough <laughs> and all those things, right? So like but I understand so that karma know, karma
10: yeah. doesn't visit the sport.
11: No, I mean like I'm saying that you know
10: <laughs> I'm messing with you, video yeah, I mean, it's
11: possible, you. right? So but get... you know,
10: uh, There's but only so
11: far. You can yeah. take that in the sport, right? Let's say, let's say, like you know, let's say Usain Bolt is like the 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 worst of the people on earth, for example, right? It doesn't mean that he's done all those BS things that I automatically will go into a race with him and get a shot at winning because of karma. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I've done nothing. I have no talent to just <laughs> compete with you. And it's gonna smoke me all the time, like no matter of like his personality. That's kind of what I'm saying when it comes down to sport. Maybe the analogy was a bit extreme or whatever, but you know, that's what I'm thinking, man. Look, I'm gonna say See, boxing expert.
8: Yo, yo, message means I got a message, and CYP has a counterpunch.
13: Tusty! Yo, know, you, you know what's funny? The funny thing about your your karma message is that there was one dude who also laughed when A.J. got his ass kicked. There's one dude who does a lot of talking. His name is Tyson Fury. That motherfucker still got the belt. He's still undefeated. He do more talking and clowning than damn near anybody not named Dillian White. I say Dillian White's the number one who runs his mouth. Fury's number two. Wilder three, and it keeps going down. Fury don't seem to have this karma, but if you're right, hopefully you're right, because next time, I guess, it's Tyson Fury's turn. So I'm going to roll with you on this one. Yeah, it's karma, and it's Tyson Fury's turn, Round three. Tyson Fury Karma is coming via Ness.
11: It. <laughs> yo, it's funny he says that.
13: <laughs> I, I mean, I
8: was the talking difference... about that
11: with Doomie, like just before the show. It was just, Doomy was saying like, yo, Tyson Fury is next. He said exactly that because of the karma stuff. Like you know Yeah, but
8: but next, but, but, but Boxing Expert,
10: real quick, Ness before you say your piece, he's giving me one of these uh, you know, uh en <laughs> trying to decipher this one. Las Charlas Unidas, Hamas serán vencidas. The United Charlas will never be defeated. That is the translation from Boxing Expert. I think it's supposed to be like a song type of thing. I thought it was the, the, the United States, Los Estados Unidos, Las Charlas Unidas. Hamas supposed to
11: sing this. Jamás,
10: like yeah.
8: You know what? He throws me for this curve no, every time. I need no, less help on this one. No, that says Las Charlas Unidas. Unidas jamás serán ven, ven, Cidas, vencidas. Means, vencidas. Means, vencidas. 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 So come Ven-tralos on, Ness, what song united. is it? Chalas. us. Achalas,
11: unidas jamás that's serán vencidas. Chalas, no, unidas. In, in, no, in, in, in it needs to tell us. <laughs> It needs to write the title of the song oh, that we're yeah. in the Yeah, as well. so yeah I'm this doing cool. this good call, Good,
10: call good, <laughs> good call. call. good call. Hey, yo, boxing expert. We can't sing this one, bro. But we'll translate it. Look, the Charlas United will never be defeated. That's what the translation is. But if you want us to sing that tune, champ, you better include that song. Cause
11: so... I mean, that's
10: been hitting them. You know what I mean? but
11: nah, man, I only hit get...
8: that one, bro. I no, I hit 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 that, that one. One. like a was epic.
11: Yeah, Dumi is going to do his best impression of like Eddie Earn and all that. And just like, <laughs> he's, he's even going to give you the dance moves and all yeah, that.
14: We <laughs> got a few
8: more. In your
14: spare rooms. Just tickling your bollocks.
8: We got a few more. One is from uh, T Bonafide. And he says, Yesterday was a great day for boxing. TBV. Mario, what's the dot 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 word again? How you say that? Ellipses. Ellipses. See, Dumi is a word for it.
10: Yeah, he kept saying it last time. He was like, "Yo, Yo the word." I was like, "Et cetera."
8: Do nah. me re- read this other one from it expert because it, it's all Spanish, and I know I ain't got this in Spanish.
10: Absolutely, I mean, just uh, just to know, CYP is us uh, okay. counterpunch two. No,
8: we uh, did
10: that. Oh, we did. Yeah, we all did. right. Yeah. Boxing expert says, "Usted, querido televidente, si usted sufre de hemorroides, tome la charlatina, la única crema curvativa." <laughs> Hashtag charlatina. <laughs> All right, guys, this is sort of like a pharmacy commercial pundit, right? He says, you, beloved viewer, if you are suffering from hemorrhoids, please just take a little bit of the charlatina cream. It'll curve the hemorrhoids.
8: (laughs) 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 Charlatina. What? What Yo, ever since uh, he found this channel, he's only come at Charlo's. Oh!
11: I'm oh, wondering nice. if he's even Spanish. Is he Spanish too, or is he doing a like Google Translate?
8: He's got to like... be. he like, yeah, yeah, no, that's he's not. Like... That's not Google Translate Spanish, no way, Jose. That's high level Spanish.
15: <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. So Especially when
8: you start putting little rhymes and songs into it, you know. Nah, uh... he's got it. But uh, let me see. We are. We are. Oh yeah, we get to talk uh, Mario's part now, right?
4: Mario's is, part
8: is no because you I counter Counterpunch. Uh, he he typoed. He means number three. What up, CYP?
13: Yo, yo, yo. You know what's funny? I, I looked at this right. When, when AJ lost, we went ham on him. Right? When Wilder oh, lost, yeah. we went ha- we went ham on him. Right? White loses. The UK actually wants us to not talk about White and continue disrespecting Wilder. Uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. AJ lost. We went on AJ. Wilder lost, we went on Wilder. White loses, we go on White. Deal with it. Wilder is off the hook now. We are what we thought he was. If you want to crowd him, crowd his ass. It's very simple. White is the topic. Ain't no stopping it. Let's go. White all day. All
8: right. I mean, I don't think it's going away. Plus, I did, you know, we did the yesterday's live fight chat and the media reaction. Then we woke up afterthoughts. Then we did the wilder thoughts on, and now we are back. When you know, we definitely are attacking nah, the he, topic.
11: He probably, he probably, you know, tuned in late to the show. Maybe didn't listen to the first part because, right? I mean, we talked about it already, right? So, but I get what he's saying. Though It's not going to stop, but you know, it's not going to stop for the next like. Three months until someone else like you know loses and it goes it moves to the next person right so
8: I mean I know how to bring it back into the subject but I do want to talk about this um Al Heyman and canelo Alvarez topic <laughs>
4: i seen that.
11: Did you pick that from, like, the community post from, uh, was it Carlitos? Because i seen that there, and I found it interesting.
8: I didn't even see Carlito on the community post. Let me check that. But yeah, Mario, did. Did bring us up to
9: speed. Morning, I saw it man. from the pre-pro uh, from Supermax. Okay. So yeah.
8: bring us up to speed. How's it?
9: So, uh, yeah, it was a tweet from Michael Benson, who uh, is reporting this from another Russian reporter uh, who is essentially saying that Yerdrum's manager, a Met owner, I think is how you say that, or honor, is saying that Al Heyman, who's going to conduct the negotiations for the WBC ordered purse bid for the Canelo fight, and he is saying that since zone essentially is saying that they won't you know, sanction or they won't put on the Canelo eardrum fight. Supposedly, their attempt is going to be to win the purse bid and secure a showtime date for this Canelo Yerdrum fight. Now, this is again coming from eardrum's manager, Amet Honor or owner. Uh, not coming
8: from anybody else, but yeah. Yeah. Yo, but so, it is so, interesting. So quickly, I feel two different ways, right? So I laugh and then, in oh, wait, so mysterious. Could this be true? But it's just like the finances aren't there, right? Like Al isn't going to spend a boatload of money to put a, a worthless Canelo yeardom pay per view so that he can't no, return but, on investment.
2: But now, like my, let, me like, let me end
8: it here. Let me end here, Mitty, really quick. Yeah. Now, if one of you guys who like are a lawyer part time can tell me, well, if he loses the purse bid, if the zone loses the purse bid, it's a way for Canelo to get out of his contract. Hence, fighting on Showtime and signing some sort of deal with Al. Then I can see that. But if you're going to tell me that he's just going to come for the one fight for pay per view and then go back to the zone, Al ain't making no money versus Canelo versus Yearden. I'm done. Yeah, I totally so, agree. Yo. That like, is so easy for me that I'm done.
10: <laughs> no, uh, sure. no, nobody, no, nobody wants to see Canelo fight Yeldrum. No, I don't for, care for, what they say or, oh, he can do this, but then he can do that. The people are going to go nuts if he fights Yeldrum. My bad, Okay, buddy. So,
11: or, No, so for me, it's like, you know, from a uh, uh, Yeldrum perspective, because that is being initiated by Yeldrum's manager, right? So he's doing everything he can to just, like, you know, scare the zone away, right? He's saying that, hey, we've got an alternative here. If for some reason or somehow it's being called, then we're going to push that to a purse bid. And when it goes to a purse bid, we're going to look for other viable options to win that purse bid. And Al Ayman is one of those, like PBCs are the guys that we're going to turn to. Whether it's possible, doable, um, I don't know, it's far-fetched. However, it's still keeping pressure on the zone. Maybe, like, you know, if there's a little bit of truth to it and if they get scared a little bit, they might turn around and say, "Okay, go on then, just go and fight Yeldrum." But it's not Canelo that is pushing for anything. It's the Yeldrum side. They don't care about, like, you know, Canelo's issues and stuff like that. They know that their biggest fight and the biggest fight they can ever get is Yeldrum against uh, Canelo, even if it means just getting one or two million They don't want to lose out on that one or two million. So they're trying to put some pressure on the zone. Whether that pressure is like going to amount to anything or it's even possible, I don't know. But he's got the right to say something like that. This is business.
9: Yeah, um, I just don't think it happens. I think that Ness is right. Why buy this fight so that ultimately it just gives Canelo another belt to take back to the zone so they can promote... You know, the fight that they want with the multi unified champ, whatever. You know what I mean? Like this is just like a stepping stone type of fight. The only reason to have this fight is to rack up the belt. And uh, that alone doesn't do as much as, you know, defending that belt against a worthy opponent, which would happen on DAZN's airwaves. So it's tough to believe. But at the end of the day, I do know that Al is super smart and uh, probably capable of doing about anything.
10: Well, I thought I had my soundbite to Shinobi, Eunice, but I guess it didn't work. Boxing expert says, uh, that guy definitely needs charlatina, which is the cream that he was just speaking about. Mm Uh, boxing expert comes again, says the charla united will never be divided. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I guess then, uh, the spirit of politics and so much of that's going on right now. Um. Yeah, go ahead and that's my, my
8: bad. I see people saying in the chat, Heyman, know what he's doing. He'll get it done. Okay. But uh, how does he make his money back off yeardom? Like yeardom versus Canelo on Showtime pay-per-view.
9: Yeah, it's, yeah, you're saying it's not about can he do it. It's why would he do exactly. it?
8: Exactly. Unless it's going to be long-term. Like if you telling me again, I, I guess I got to repeat myself. If you telling me he he he, he buys... He wins the purse bid which somehow defaults Canelo out of his contract then I don't know yeah cuz then I could see him and Canelo doing business Canelo's done business with Espinosa you know so, uh, you know it, it, you know it's not like we haven't seen Al Oscar Espinosa and Canelo all sit down but it seems strange and 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 far fetched um you know I don't know I don't know. But that's yeah. it, right? Oh, we got some other heads. Well, we got stuff. a little
9: quick notes here to mention. Um the, the little guys. The little the little the little things to to go off of. Uh <laughs> we got uh early preview for Horns Zo. Uh I'm going Tim Jim Zoo is gonna Jeff be fighting Horn. that fight. It's coming on uh Tuesday, right? Or Wednesday? Wednesday it's, it's at early in the
4: five
8: AM Who's doing fight, a live fight chat with me? Yo, Dude, my, I'll do it, bro. I'm so in,
9: you don't even know. I'm in for that.
8: I, I actually never seen Tim Zoo fight. And, you know, my model a few years ago used to be like, I'll watch you when I got to watch you. And now Horn is a guy that I watch. So I got to watch Zoo. I'm going to go with Horn, the bigger man. He's fought up to 60. They're going down to 54. Uh, I believe Zoo, let me just Google it real quick. But I believe Zoo is like a welterweight. 25
11: no it is a one fifty four um yeah uh but yeah,
9: like, I, I agree though Ness I haven't seen enough of zoo if i'm going I'm gonna pick a horn it's gonna be because I've seen him before you know Zo's gotta show me something No, I start picking. his
8: resume is I, I, is dog maybe maybe Mitty knows that. his.
11: Now, I've spiders. seen I've seen a few fights from zoo today because oh, I was work. doing I, I was doing my research like damn
8: already I, 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 I he's already research. he's I, I, already these other
9: panelists
11: now, but to be honest I I don't really know what to make of him because the opposition right so but I don't want to go based on that because I know that he comes from like a, a boxing family right so you can't just like base yourself off opposition when. The guy is not, like, not knowledgeable about the sport. And, you know, rushing towards a Jeff Horn fight is not something that they would do if they didn't think that it was possible, right? So that's the only thing. Technically, it's okay. It doesn't seem to have, like, pop to do anything to Horn. I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, I, I just need to nah, do Nah, man, bit the more. thing I just, is... I don't know quite to make me, of it, you're you are know?
8: saying that Russian... Real quick, let me... see. CYP has a super chat where he says, now the UK says white is in Jamaican no white is jamaican not It's jamaican
11: brit. Not, brit. Like, not brit but i mean like that, that's not the uk maybe it's one or two people he's arguing with on uh, on the chat but you know no one can can lie that says that white is not from the uk you know
8: now that being said midi i think that um shit, i should have never read that super chat first <laughs> oh
10: good i'll read the other no, super chat said while you get it, it
8: together uh I all aboard right.
10: Intrigue the Incredible says, all aboard the UK bum train is taking off, AJ. Jillian and all the UK bums were seen boarding, holding hands, sing Sweet Caroline Choo Choo. And uh, I would hit you with the Sweet Caroline uh, bite, but it looks like my board is being hacked by uh, trolls.
8: Mitty, you said something that triggered me, man. I don't know, man.
11: Hey, it's about Zoo, right? Oh, you said... No, 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 no,
8: I know. You said, why would his team go to Horn unless they see something and they believe something? But I think it's more about Tim hasn't fought anybody. Why put him on the international scene to lose to a regular dude? Anyone in America or the UK could beat this dude. But with Jeff Horn, it's a big fight in Australia. This isn't a big fight nowhere else in no, Australia. I, 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 I it's a big fight, it. so they they they're sacrificing his O because
11: Jeff I, Horn I keeps getting point. bigger. You know, I, I see I see the point you're making, and also what surprised me about Zoo is that the uh, um, the the fights that I've seen they're low level fight, but they are packed, 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 packed. You know, he has like. A big following for someone on that level right now. So I can understand what you're saying, but then why do that with your investment if they believe in him? Because thinking that at like least you in said, Australia,
8: if it's packed, what you think they don't got a contract for a rematch, bro?
11: Yeah, they they do that, but then like these I, guys I, can I milk know, three know, fights. You know,
8: they can milk I, three fights. Where else? Think about what Jeff Horn has been doing since he lost to Crawford and Pacquiao. he's been doing this type of stuff. Anthony Mundine, Michael Zarafa, and he rematched Zarafa. You don't think he'll trip Trilogy Tim Zoo, the son of Costa Zoo? Come on, bro. Jeff Horn is making the money too. He ain't trying to get into real action. I mean, again. This
10: this is for the top dog of Australia,
8: right? (laughs) Yeah, This is for the Hornets' nest belt. The Hornets' nest belt. (laughs)
11: <laughs> There's really like two two fighters, right? Like or three fighters, like him with his name, uh, or the, 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 Raphael, the Pharah, and uh, No, they're one and uh, two. And Owen, right?
8: They're one and two. They're fighting for the the, the, the king yes. of Australia. There, Jeff is one. Zim, uh, Zoo is, is two. So that's why he's. I'm telling you, it's about money. It's not about him being ready. If he proves me wrong, amen, and it'll be great. That the first time he stepped up was versus Jeff Horn at fifteen and zero. That would be the beginning of when TBV jumps on the bandwagon. Because at fifteen and zero, if any anybody beats Jeff Horn, I'm gonna be impressed. So let's yeah, see.
11: like and you know, again, so I've seen him like a lot. I don't think he can stop uh, Horn. You never know. I'm just like you know, I'm surprised. Just like you know, knowing like the kind of family he has and like. They know better, so I'm just like there. there must be something I want to do a bit more research and maybe talk to like uh, some of the Australian dudes that we have, like Mickey Capilacci or Caparelli, sorry, and uh, and Alex. They need Bro, to come on and tell you, us what's going on, right? So there, there ago, must be a story there.
8: Years ago, at least twenty-four months ago, in between twenty-four months and now, right? So Caparelli definitely told me that the zoo has fought nobody. That they're just building him up. That he's fought nobody. So, I, you know, if that changes, it changes. You know, I'm going to pay attention Wednesday. I, I'm probably going to be up. It's at 5 a.m. That's a little rough. I wonder if... if Wait, if, is that 5 Eastern? Yeah, it's 5 Eastern. It's five Eastern.
10: That, it's, that's was my real, real modest right now. It's rough, that, That's usually bro. when Who's getting it, up at
8: that, that time. No, no, that, that's I get usually up usually
11: when uh, we time. will get up. That I'm is, even, like, that is when I, no,
8: that is yeah. when I'm getting up. But I have so much to do at five a.m. that it would be really difficult to be awake for a show at five a.m. So I'm hoping they talking about the card starts at five. Then he comes out like at six a.m.
11: They I'm, want TBB
10: yeah. to break night champ.
11: I see all the messages from this in the morning. They usually at 10 a.m. my time, so that's 5 a.m. Like, yeah. You know your time. I'm like, wow, vocal. bro.
8: And I wait, and I wait sometimes to hit the the, the chat because I know they sleeping like babies, little baby sleepers.
10: You, you, know, you know when you we're when, when you a nap king, you you, babies, you can stay up to four in the morning.
8: Little babies, <laughs> little babies in their cribs and sleeping. Bruce, what's up, Bruce man? Damn, everybody was wrong last night, man. Except for freaking Alex in Australia. Anyway, all right. So, are we done? We ready to go out? Yeah, just a quick. Oh note. yeah, Martinez. Martinez did get
9: the win last night he or did. Friday night.
8: Let me bring me along for Martinez and for Sergio Garcia, man. What's up with you, Sergio? Sergio, un placer. Yo, um, <laughs> but now I seen somebody saying that the only fight that makes sense for Sergio is De La Hoya. I want uh, it. Give it to I me.
9: I want it.
11: Give oh, it yeah. to me. Yeah, Give it you, to you me. Seen his, you seen his stoppage? His stoppage on Friday was like a bit strange. but It definitely, was very weird. Very, very oh, weird. No, I didn't. I didn't
8: see it. I didn't see that. He, he, he was hit. in
11: there with a journeyman, but I don't think he hit him. Like the guy. Bro. Just, oh, you think it the dude's on a dive? dive? dive?
8: Bro, it was no, don't tell me you took a dive. I'm going to Sergio's Instagram.
9: I'm going to Sergio's Instagram. Go look at it. Go look at it. It was bad. It was so bad. Like, and I remember rewinding it thinking, Am I in slow motion? Like, it just looks so crazy, but. Whatever, he got the win. I mean, it is what it is. I Damn,
8: guess. if he ain't get a real win, we ain't even talking De La Jolla till he get a decent win. I mean, De La Hoya ain't
11: even no, get but a fake what, win. What did De La Hoya do exactly? Bro, De La Hoya yeah. dreaming.
14: Shinobi.
10: Yo, Mr. CYP says Dean filed for divorce, wants his
11: maiden name back. <laughs>
10: is he Dillian White, Dean? <laughs> oh, Dean, he, oh, that's, that's his
11: a... brother who is not really his brother. But
10: oh, who's the Dean Waddle? I thought, yeah, that's yeah. my man's, man.
11: Dean uh, uh, White is, is like, uh, is his brother manager, oh, right? Oh,
10: okay, that's another Dean. All right.
11: Get out
8: of there. Yo, dude, I who got, got my casual friend. <laughs> my <laughs> casual friend hit me up talking about, yo, who you got in that Tyson Roy? <laughs> I told y'all, people going to be buying that shit, yo. <laughs> <laughs>
10: yeah, tell cool. the champ. Tyson, all
9: oh, course bro, You I see I it yet, Tyson? Ness? See what? Oh, you weren't looking for the Martinez knockout?
8: Oh, damn! You know what? You know how it is, I'll, bro. I'll you getting caught you up? Yeah, tag me, bro. I got He's caught back. Up.
10: Bro. <laughs>
3: I got
8: caught up, man. Um, He's back and he wants De La Hoya.
10: What are you gonna do, yo? This Legends League thing
9: but, is just uh, going.
8: All right, man. Um, I well. Guess- I guess let's open it up, man. Let's open it up.
2: Hey! Let's go! Oh let's go! Let's go! I'm ready. These calls are brought to you by El Camino Electrical Services, experts in electric vehicle charging stations. For consultations and turnkey installation, visit us at ElCaminoElectricalServices.com.
5: Remember to rate us five
3: stars on iTunes.
7: Subscribe to YouTube.com slash The Boxing Voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters.
8: We're going out to Info Joe. Let me see where Joe at, man. Where Joe at? Joe and... Damn, Joe, you in fourth. You tired with me. Better be careful, bruh. No. No, yeah, I am in fourth. Yeah, you're tired with me. All right, Info Joe, California, fourth place in the TBV Pick'em League. Mr.
13: Info Joe. the Joe.
7: Tell the truth. This portion of the show we call In the Know, presented by my brother.
16: Tell them the truth. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, TV family? What up? Yo. What's great up? weekend of fights, man. Yo, let me speak on. You, chop,
4: you, you know
8: chopping know up a bit. Yeah, you got some bad servicito. Hola, yo servicito. Mario Black Talk. We're going to come back to you. Chop it up, Joe. We're going to King Born on the road to Arizona.
7: When you see old dirty Bassett fall a position like that, then you know that don't get ready to bust your...
8: Damn. My bad, champ. Got to hit you with the brakes right there. I'm hitting you with the air brakes on the truck because we got a ringer, and that's how things work. Cutting the line. Right in time, Josh in North Carolina. What
17: up? Woo! Let's go, champ. You feel me?
3: Can you hear me? My audio good,
17: yes, sir. Champ.
3: All right, all right, what's up with y'all, man? TBV. Hey, Ness, Um, earlier on the earlier show, did you say that you consider uh Lillian uh elite at the time?
8: I don't know if I use the word elite. Definitely a top five heavyweight I use the word the phrase.
3: Okay. okay. All right, top five now. What it what you consider derek Laura a journeyman, right?
8: Oh man. Yeah. all So 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 that's what they want to take you for a walk. No, this what they gonna do. They gon they gonna take apart dillian's resume. Why y'all wanna play the same game they play with Wilder?
4: Why? You, yes, you, let,
3: you stupid. Yes, to level No, God, talk, talk. Yes, let me talk, about This one about to say. Now, the man, the, the first fight he lost. In my opinion, a lot of people think the same. The second fight, it was kind of like perfection. If it wasn't for him catching Trizor with that, then with the distance, he'd have lost that too. Now let's go to Maurice Walk. He got, he struggled to the decision with Maurice Walk. Then again, he came in out of shape. Oh well, that's on him. He struggles too much with competition, and he wants to fight A.J. leftovers. There's a lot of things that accumulate to why we feel the way we do with Lillian, and the way he acts and go about his way. So that's why I went, and then you got to think about it, too, DeBron, Ruiz, Siri, Warner, A.J., Um, I'm missing somebody else. I know I am. But they all can beat him. So I wouldn't even consider him a top five heavyweight before he had his loss. My opinion, that's what I'm saying. Um, well, out here get Canelo? That's crazy, but I think uh, Canelo at can least the on and go to PPC anyway, he'll make more
11: money.
3: Well, I'll give him some money, but that's my call. I'm out.
11: Yo, yo. I, I, on, on this, like you know, I'm confused with like the elite tag, right? Like, to me, anyone in the top. 10 is an elite fighter like so i mean are you saying that the top 10 fighters in the world are not elites like so but i guess like it's down to terminology of people decided like you know what elite means or not and with regards to how people look against certain opposition we can do that with everyone right you can do that with tyson shuri you can say yo they look great Against like uh, Otto Wallin, Otto Wallin, for example. No, he didn't. Like, you know, did you think that maybe he was losing and that fight should have been stopped because of the cut? Maybe yes. Like, so, so that that's where he is. Like, you know, but I don't know, man. Like, everyone can be close to that, like scrutiny or something like that.
10: Look, man, he's gonna be under the gun for a while, bro. This is just
11: the
8: beginning for
11: sure. It's hilarious to me. Yeah, he expected, man. Like
8: it's hilarious to me that that him being knocked out versus a top ten isn't enough. He's got to be knocked out versus a top ten, so you're a bum. Knocked out versus him, so you're trash. Look, uh, he got knocked out, so he was exposed. Look, he he had two fights with a journeyman. You don't consider Chisora a journeyman? Look, Vok, Vok, he went 12 rounds with Vok. Look, look, he was hanging off the... Like, bro, so now we doing the same thing that they do to Wilder. Oh, who's duopa Who's the Vern, Ness? Who's this guy, Ness? Who he won his title from, That Like, no, I'm not about to do... That with you Like, I'm not about to play that game. And now, you know, oh, because you laughed at Wilder, now it's my turn to go through Dillion White resume. Get the hell out of here, bro. You do it. CYP, <laughs> go ahead.
13: CYP. Yo, man. Let, 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 let me say this with all, with all seriousness, without all them sound bites. If you don't want to be here and talk about White's ass whooping, then let somebody else do the show. Because it's less than 24 hours and you already crying and caping. We know the UK is your audience base, but the Patreons are the ones who pay you. You don't get enough views to make no money. We pay you. I pay you handsomely, my man. I pay you handsomely. If I want to talk about White's ass whooping, I'm going to talk about it. It's only been 24 hours. Quit crying like a little girl. This man got knocked out by a dude who, in his last seven fights, last three years, has only knocked out two people, Dillian White and David Price, who always loses by knockout. That's a problem. David Price and Jillian White are the only two dudes he's knocked out in the past three years. Cut it. Cut you it. know,
8: cut it. That is actually a good little stat because David Price is known to be Chinny. So oh. so he, you bring up um you bring up a point. Or at least an, a debate there. Now, as far as me not wanting to be here, never said that. And I never said don't talk about white. I said I'm not about the lie like some of you guys who are saying he isn't a top fighter. He hasn't fought nobody. Look who he's fought. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, just, it's like it's hypocritical, right? It's the same thing when Dillian himself said that Lewis was 40 but fought Pavekin. Right? So I'm not about to now because he lost say, oh, look at his resume. This loss indicated that he was never good. And look at all these fights on his resume as to why I mean what I'm saying. No, bro. Like he lost to Povetkin. Amen. He got knocked out. Why isn't that good enough? No, he was always a bum. Done three shows on a Sunday on white. I think you love saying, get your facts straight. Time for you to do that. When's the last time I've done three shows on a Sunday? Holy testicle Tuesday. Ride in the 870. What up, what up, what up, what up?
5: You there? I hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I definitely have to call
10: Whoa. You muted yourself, champ. Or disconnected.
8: He definitely dropped off.
10: <laughs> and he was about to go in. Yo, too.
8: I mean you haven't pressed one, but uh we know you probably doing something you the unthinkable over there. We going out to <laughs> Trey in the Bay. <laughs>
12: Somebody draw Dillion, Dillion nyquil White. I think that's suitable. Hey, man, that dude can't win unless he got loaded gloves and dirty piss, huh? Oh! I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out, man. He, he, he looked it all right till he hit the floor by wounded, hey,
3: what happened? By
12: wounded Pavekin. Pavekin was wounded, man. He went down twice, got up, and knocked that boy out, out. Hey, man, Dillian Why need to do something about that chin. And remember, I picked Pavekin. Uh, Dillian White got chin issues. He better he better get some Mayweather defense, boy. He need to go on down there to Vegas because <clears throat> uh he got some chin issues. Oh shit! Katie Taylor won by robbery again. <laughs> I just had to say that. I just had to say that. Uh, and all y'all talking shit about Sean Porter. He definitely did better than y'all, boy Dillian. So put some respect on his name. That's my call. Trey <laughs> in the Bay. Uh,
8: we got Steve in Chicago. Actually, sorry, Steve. Um, and uh, King Bourne. I had to go back to you, right? Apologies. King Bourne in Brooklyn. What up?
13: When you see old yo, Jimmy Gassett fall in a position like that, then you know that do will get rid of the boss show. <laughs>
7: Hey, yo, y'all hear me? Y'all hear
8: me? Yep, yep, yep. Right and clear. Hey, so Congo!
7: Congo! Yo, Mitty, good looking on that, man. He's, I got a point from, from Congo, you heard? You know what I'm Thank saying? You, Just,
11: man. Thanks for the shout-out, man. We Let's get to it,
7: it, man. Yo, White. I don't, I I call it the battle of the roids, the battle of the juicers, you heard? Yo, White was looking so nice until Paveckian did a nice, he set him up for that last round, yo, and when he hit him, he was out, he was knocked out for, he hit the canvas, you heard? It was crazy. I was, I saw that like 10 times. Now. I'm going to tell you something about White. Only thing I'm mad is that Deontay Wilder and Cole knocked his head clean off. You heard? That's how I'm looking at it. Of course, Bob is going to say London Bridge is falling down. Hey, yo, let's keep it real. Tell her if this was in Pursun's backyard, she would have won. Tell her could box, but, but tell her can't fight no roughhouse chicks like Pursun. If Pursun and Jessica McCaskill... Go at it. Somebody going to have a broken jaw. Somebody going to get knocked out. Hell, they, mo- they both might get knocked out. You know what I mean? Listen, man. Porter. Love Porter. Sebastian Famella, Stay in Germany. Become a Nazi or some shit like that. You ain't nice at all. Yo, let's give it up to my man. The boxing giraffe. Sebastian Fedora. Yo, I ain't never seen <laughs> That tall fight in a, yo, it's like he can't fit in the phone booth, man. I couldn't believe it. Yo, that dude is tall. Yo, that dude, if he was in the NBA, he could be in the NBA. It is how tall, yo, listen, with the sneakers on, he's six eight. Do y'all understand that? Crazy. Yo, <laughs> listen, man, Joe Smith. Yo, maybe it's that welding a thing or the union job he got. I had Albert winning, man, but goddamn, Joe Smith called him La Machina. He like a machine in there, man. <laughs> yo, somebody, yo, it, it better be fighting Joe Smith. He better have a titanium jaw, cause Joe gonna sleep him. I said it, and it's gonna happen. You heard? And, and listen, man, um Heyman looking secure, Canelo. Listen, man, you know Canelo trying to get with Heyman, man, cause the zone is gonna be the dead zone soon. They got nothing popping, nothing going on, but I don't want no damn yeardom. I don't want no yard. Ain't nobody want no damn yeardom. You heard? But uh
8: Cut it. See, Cut it. Oh. that's Cut what you it. gotta understand. What if it's gonna take Heyman giving yeardom to Canelo to get him out the deal? Like you may not want Yeardum, but Heyman gotta get he gotta he gotta get the big fish. How do you he get said, the big fish to bite
11: the hook? He it, it is making me cry with his call, man. It is <laughs> that's <what> he's <laughs> called an <laughs> pick bro. I, I'm telling you 100 percent He's too funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
8: we got Majid in Florida.
17: What up, what up, what
12: up, what up? man? Can't want to mess my head up, dog. Uh, everybody got like the video, subscribe to the channel. Oh, yeah, Ness, man, you should pause after this call, man, and tell them to get those likes up to a number that you like, man. You got uh, like 700-some people. With about a hundred um some likes, man? They shoplifting again, but uh, I don't got nothing to say about these events. I'm a uh, nice show, and uh, I'm out. All
8: right, I'm a in Florida. Well, you heard the man get them likes up if you want to get the rest of these callers, and if you want to call in, you know the number to call in is one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press one, one time, voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People Hotline. Remember, TBV yeah. is going live multiple times a day, every I single I never saw day. you do a
10: show on a Sunday three times, dude.
8: Never, never. This never. is crazy. I this have done morning afterthoughts on Sundays, but only one show. Three? No. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we definitely here to give the people the platform to go ahead and voice their opinion and talk about how they feel. Looks like we got a super chat if you want to get to that.
10: Yeah, well, the one I'm looking at is Boxing Expert again. He says, No olviden gatas, el Canelo es su papá. He says, don't worry, kitty cats. Remember, Canelo is your daddy.
8: Alrighty then. Real quick, let me go ahead and get the drum roll. Last time we checked, we was at 115,717 subscribers we're looking to get to that 116,000 today there's 600 people watching 700 people watching we only need 300 of you to go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already done so and if you have hit that notification bell so you can get the notification unlike CYP who didn't realize we went live three times today but drum roll please let's see if we get a refresh here All right, we moved up. We at seven twenty-five, one hundred and fifteen 725, Which means we only need uh, another seventy-five to get to that eight hundred mark. But you can, you can definitely take us to one hundred sixteen thousand. We just need three hundred people to go ahead and uh, subscribe. Let me get it out to CYP.
13: Yo, when I say you don't want to talk about it that don't, It don't matter because you got a show It's like if a person opened up their restaurant And they sitting there, right? People coming there asking for them special wings And you keep saying, man, we got other things on the menu, man You know what I'm saying? You ain't always gonna have wings Man, that's the only reason I'm here for them wings So fry them shits up, I'm getting the hell up out of here That's what you're doing right now You just have a show but you don't want to talk about it like you want to talk about all the Wilder news, which turns me off from you because the truth of the matter is, you're not really a Wilder fan, dog. We know you really ain't. You actually are a UK, UK supporter posing as a Wilder fan. They know you say ain't either, dog. What? That's facts. That's facts. But either way, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Or just say, CYP, stop talking about it, and I'll just stop giving you my money. Very simple. You can end it right now.
3: Hey, what
13: happened?
11: All Yo, right. who's microwave is that?
4: A Dun Bell. That was the dick I
8: That was the son, the, the 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 CYP Dunbell. But uh, oh. yeah, man. Again, I guess I gotta keep reiterating myself as CYP. Um, I'm not telling you don't talk about it. I'm saying, why are you trying to ridicule his resume? Right? He lo- he didn't lose to the people that you're bringing up on his resume. For those that are bringing up his resume. He lost to Pavek in, in a good fight, so, you know. But we're going to Steve in Chicago. Who can't beat me? They're fighting every day, they're in the gym
3: every
8: give me six weeks. And I got you.
18: Yo, what's up?
8: What's up?
18: What up?
8: Hey, Ness.
18: Me and you got to straighten something out, man. I feel Yeah, I feel like you owe me an apology, brother. What did I do? I say, well, you dragged me through the mud on your last show, and I want you to explain to me what did I say for you to provoke what you said to me. Because all I said is White got exposed and that he's like seven or eight. And, okay, I misspoke with Park, whatever you want to take that. But then after my call... You said that I'm on the back channel and I'm conspiracying against. I don't know what you were saying, man, but it didn't sound right. I'm not, I'm not talking with these guys on about anything. That's how I feel. I thought this was the voice of the people. He's ranked seventh and eighth. And actually, after I looked at the rankings, he's at eight. So what the hell did I say that was so bad about him? He's not top five. If we go by the rankings, he's eight. And after looking, I maybe might put him at ten now. At ten. At ten. Damn, oh, Steve. You laugh. Yeah, I yeah. laugh. I laugh. Wait, I wait, laugh. No, explain to me. Explain to me why you said what you said about me. That's what I want to know. Explain to me about that,
8: Bruh. Why did you... Because you you know what you said, and you guys are breaking down Dillian White. Who I
18: said he got... white. so what? So is Bob Arum on the back? And
8: dude, everybody's
18: talking about White. So is Arum on the back channel with us talking about him?
4: Uh,
18: Arum. <laughs> everybody's talking about him. Wait, wait. That's our opinions. Listen. You wanted to go on social I, media? I don't or- think he's
8: legitimately... I don't think he's legitimately... Uh, ranked in the right position at number eight. You know, uh, Hunter got a draw with Pavekin and doesn't have a bigger win than White. You know, so Usyk doesn't have a bigger win at heavyweight than White. Usyk is ranked at number five and slipped one position. And, you know, all he's getting is his undisputed in the other division like nobody cares about that you understand and andy is getting ranked off losing to aj so it's like yeah i don't think white who's actually beating people deserves to be eight or deserves to be you know Talked about uh, like he's a bum, and that's what I'm saying. I keep bringing up the Wilder thing because that's what they doing to Wilder. That's what they doing to Wilder. That's what I'm trying to say. I
18: never said he was a bum. You keep saying that. I never said that,
8: bro. You said he got exposed. What the hell does that mean, Steve? If he ain't a, what do you want? He got exposed, brother. (laughs) Yo So 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 so. Let me oh, ask dude. you, let me ask you, what? let me ask you. Did he get exposed? What? Ca- what? Let me ask you. Did he get exposed because he got knocked out or did he get exposed because he lost? Dude, he got exposed because he got knocked out. Okay, all right, cool. Cool, so that's his logic. So so uh, your logic is, you know, Cut if it if a porter would have got knocked out to a uh, Earl, he would have been exposed because, you know, that's what it is. Top five fighting each other. You know, so so if if Earl knocks out Danny, he's exposed. Okay. CYP counterpunch.
13: First off, yeah, that wasn't two top five fighting each other. You're full of it. The reason why he's exposed is the same reason why the U.K. clowns and yourself and everybody on here said that White, that Wilder was exposed for only being a one-trick pony. Wilder exposed for not having a second game plan because he got one loss to the number one dude. He's exposed for losing to number one, but Dylan White ain't exposed for getting knocked out by an uppercut two times, from hitting the ground from an uppercut by like four different opponents. Every time they throw an uppercut, that man falls. That's not exposed, but Wilder is exposed. None of y'all stood up for Wilder and said, how's he exposed for losing one time? All of y'all was letting them cats call in, call in, call in, playing shows, playing shows. They got around boxing, talking about, oh, Wilder's a wilder one-trick cut pony. It. Cut it, cut
8: it. And this is what I'm saying, you know. A therapist could see this miles away. Uh, His calls are based off built-up aggression over the months of treatment that Wilder received. So he's not truly assessing what he's seeing. He just wants to lash out and get back. That's it. And that's what I'm saying. He's saying, oh, if Wilder got exposed, what the hell does Wilder got to do with Pavekin and White? And, and you can see a lot of Wilder fans, the extremists, going there. Like, damn, yo, I wish that was Wilder that did it. Like, they're fantasizing. They're fantasizing that Pavekin is Wilder just to get the, the White win. But White's a bum. White's trash. Uh, CYP
10: on a counter.
8: Ultra
13: Run me in three seconds. Listen, man, you must be slow, literally slow. You are the one who keeps bringing up Wilder. You keep bringing up Wilder. You, Lee. I told you the last show. Leave Wilder out of it. Those top three dudes don't need to be mentioned with White. I told you that. Run it back. You stop mentioning Wilder. The chat stop mentioning Wilder, and I'll leave Wilder out of it because Team Wilder don't give a shit about White. I'm telling you right now, you are the one who keeps doing it. You, you have a problem with rehashing what you've already said because you can't, you can't keep your mind straight. You're not loyal to nothing. You're always you always backtracking and then forgetting what you said. You are the one who keeps making it.
8: it. I'm bringing coast up Wilder, coast. not, not the man screaming in saying, That's Hold what up. they did to Wilder. That's what they did to Wilder. No, I'm do bringing him up. Oh my goodness.
11: Do, do, do me, please, please get me that uh, soundbite from uh, Babbage, right? Where they went and it says, Slow. S L A O, slow. <laughs> I, I want. <laughs> I got you, (laughs) Champ. I I, I want that sunbite. I'm sure we're going to use it on (laughs) lots. Let me get to
8: Stonebone Book Sale.
11: But before you do, if you
10: would like me to read the Jarrett Lloyd, did that Russian bum lord get tested?
8: We don't know anything about (laughs) testing yet.
11: Uh, You know, I don't. Uh, Let Stonebone get his call, guys. Go Go ahead. Go, go, go.
17: Damn, you stepped on my call for that dummy. That was uh, you know I, I know it was
10: going to be. I didn't even know, bro. I just thought so I was he reading run the
17: bell and, then, the bell <laughs> and, and, and it And it turned out to be huge. But he need to step up his mathematician skills and get some better language. His his wordplay is getting a little
4: stale.
17: Hey, Dillian White biggest problem is when the dude who always run around talking about beating people up and talking down on other people get beat up. You know what I mean? It it, it come back on you. And also it's a lot of pent-up frustration from the never-be-sample, the loaded glove situation with Oscar Reeves, the trash against Wok. So if we was just judging off, if we was doing this off any other fighter, off of his last three fights, getting dropped by Reeves, the, the drug issues, the 12-rounder with Wok that was suspect, and now getting knocked out by Pavekin, we would consider him a fighter in decline. Just off of strictly numbers, off of his last three performances, we would say, has he peaked? Is he? Can he get any better? And majority of people would say probably not. He has reached his peak, his pinnacle, just based off of the last year and a half of what we've seen from Dillian White. And then you add the COVID time off into it, it did help him. I, you thought it would have helped. You thought it would have hurt the old man more being 40 than it did the guy that's in his 30s. So... Dillian White needs to redraw. I think he can come back, and I want Wilder to knock him out anyway. And he's still a top six. He ain't top five. He's in the top six. But look at what happened to Kalnaki. Everybody was hiring on Kalnaki. He took a loss. It's the heavyweight division, man. We got to see what it is. And that's he had this. He had coming. So you got to let it ride. It's okay. Mitty is gonna be all right. Mitty's a big boy. He won off the cl- the clay. So it's a, he split the baby in half. He got hurt with the Dylan, but he he came through with Congo. So he in a nice space. So you need to find that equilibrium that uh media is in that and let Dylan take this smoke. He's been talking big for years. He'll come back. Maybe all this talk will make him hit the gym hard and come back stronger. I'll catch y'all in the morning.
11: yo Yeah, I agree Stone with that, bro. He, uh, he gotta
17: be able to take it, man. He, 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 he gotta, he he
11: gotta, he gotta roll
10: with the punches. And uh um, listen,
11: do me he's gonna take it because He's been through it. Like I'm telling you, I've seen like the kind of trolling that he's gone through, like uh, uh, when he lost to AJ. That that was madness. So he's gonna take it. They didn't know he comes with the territory. But Stoneborn is right, man. I'm happy, man. I don't know what he talks about the the equilibrium, and I was like hurt with white. I'm happy that I saw like some nice technical display and like a very good punch. Like I, you must have missed the beginning of the show. I ain't mad at that defeat. Like, it's hard for White to swallow, but, you know, as a boxing fan, that was cool. That was like, you know, that was a nice fight. And yeah. it teaches people, man. You can't sleep on, you know, an opponent at no point in the fight. You always have to be on your guard. And my man, you know, Bevitkin found You know what
10: shot, it is? I, I think you know? that here on TBV, I think, you know, I think I know where the point of view where he's coming from. You know, it's like the, the, the defeat, On Wilder was I mean, it was ridiculous. The amount I mean, we still get the trolling now. I mean, I'm upset at the names, the 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 handles that the trolls use, you know. Winter's coming for you. Yo, let me just leave it at that. But you know, Tranny Wilder, all these other stupid names, like yo, it hasn't stopped. You know what I'm saying? So being it that you're on T B V and we were big Wilder supporters, you know, everybody crashed down on us when our champ fell. Everybody. There was no hiding. I mean, everybody came out. Even people that didn't listen to the show came out just to hit Wilder with all the trolling. So, <clears throat> you know, Dillian White, he's gonna get trolled. <laughs> he's gonna get trolled uh, on his yeah, channel. He's listen, gonna get trolled on other channels, and it's gonna it's gonna take time for this to pass over. But uh, we're not defending him on his loss. I mean, I think that the Ness is pretty much just saying, just don't discredit anything Bro. that he's done in the past.
8: I, I, I'm Jordan just wondering. I'm Tr- just wondering, you know, if anybody else is exposed if you lose to a top five, top six, top eight, because everybody got a different number as to where allegedly Dylan belongs on uh, a rankings list. On the ring, he was number two, but, but Ness, you
11: know. Like- it really depends on how you take that word exposed, right? Like, so if exposed mean like, oh, you were a fraud and everything, then I agree with you. Like, you know, but exposed could mean that, hey, we found like a chink in his game or, you know, and that's something that people will exploit. So when they say, oh, he's been exposed, that's how I take it. Like, maybe that's not what they mean, but I don't care. That's how I take it. Like, hey, is he vulnerable? Like, we've seen like two uppercuts now. Maybe. And that's something that he needs to go and work on. Does it mean that he's a bomb? No, it doesn't. Does it mean that he's a bad fighter? No, it doesn't. And yeah, that's all. Like, but yeah, hey, if people who say he's exposed, why not let them ride with it?
8: So on real rankings in the heavyweight division, uh, you know, like I said, Dillian dropped to eight on BoxRec. In the ring, he's two and Alexander six. I'm assuming. They'll switch now since the six beat the two. But, um, you know, Danny's the six in the welterweight division, taking on the one in Earl. I wonder if they're going to say he gets exposed for trying to, you know, fight Earl. I mean, I don't understand. I just don't get that whole... I guess I am probably also uh, misinterpreting "expose," right? It's like you said, maybe it doesn't mean. I just feel like it's a expose. Like it's like when you think a dude is not good, He got exposed. Yeah,
11: like that's what people use when they say, "Oh, so and so is a fraud," and you know that that's not how you should take it. And may, maybe that's how they mean it though, and that, that's why you're taking it this way. But like, really. What you do and like what every fighter needs to do after a loss, they go back to a drawing board and they say, "Hey, what mistake did I make? What mistake was exposed in my game?" Like, and I hope that's what he does, right? So, and you know, it seems like that's what he wants to do. He said, "Hey, let's let's rerun that and let me go and work on my stuff."
10: Word Exposed is a strong word. Exposed is just that what you guys just said. Like, you know, you 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 were hyped up to be the guy, and then you got exposed. Like. Nah, come on, let's think about it. He wasn't exposed. He just got hit with the, well, what they call it, Ness? I the just punch don't from get hell, it. I don't, get how, no. I, don't, I don't The, the get setup how you, was nice.
11: You... Like, we can't even hate that. Like It was beautiful setup and delivered you, in the way that it should be. I love that. What you
10: can't say is, you know, his his dreams of, of uh, are crushed. You can say that. his All his plans got crushed. I mean the man's going through it right now. I could only imagine as a guy, you know, that that stepped in the mm-hmm. ring and, and I have I, I did amateur. Imagine losing yeah. at those levels with the with the hope that you would have had, you know, to 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 have that title shot, man. And um he got yeah, he didn't he didn't get exposed. His train got derailed.
8: Let <laughs> me get to some of these callers. Uh looks like I mean is ready
7: the king is
14: what I mean. the king is what I mean. Yo, TBV, what up? What up? What up? What up? Yo, I was, I was trying to you know, say Magic Johnson was about to inbound the ball, man. You made me, you know what I'm saying stalling me out, cause, but look, um, Povetkin. Listen, give him the win. Leading up to this, Daniel Dubois said, nah, I can knock him out. I can knock him out. Maybe Daniel Dubois saw something the same thing Povetkin might have saw. So I don't mind the word exposed as long as we keep it in the boxing context and not trying to, you know, I like, yo, CYP makes some very good points about his resume. But, again, I, you know, I'm I'm just looking at it in terms of if you look at the top five rankings, yeah, but who's active? Who Who's taking fights at heavyweight? Like, Povetkin... You know what I'm saying? He was hiding out yo, cause Povectin's biggest offense to me is the whole fiasco with the Wilder fight. That's to me where his credibility is is, is really lost. So when when he when he did with that, I, you know, did, did then with, with Michael Hunter. Michael Hunter was a draw, right? So I'm like, you know, you know, it's, it's good competition at the heavyweight division. hellenius and um and Kawanaki, yo, a live body. Any live body in there at heavyweight, man, you got five pounds of pressure on the chin. Now, Dillian White, when he come back, take that Daniel Dubois fight. That's that's a good way to get on the fast track. You know what I'm saying? Andy Ruiz, Daniel Dubois, he got to do something. Yo, and as far as Canelo's the moves, I think, listen, that would be a good move because that'd probably bring boxing to a more level playing field. Like if, if Canelo move independently, whatever have you do, De La Hoya, that's probably why he's trying to get back into boxing because if Canelo leave, then he going to be all by himself. So he got to figure out something to get the money coming in. So he's probably going to make Bernard fight on the undercard. You know what I'm saying? Bernard and De La Hoya undercard. So that's my call, man. I'm out.
8: Bernard and De La Hoya undercard. Jonathan, what up?
1: What up? What up, man? Can y'all hear me? We hear you, champion. Yeah. Hello. All right, all right. Good, e- good evening. If you're in the East Coast, um, I guess no one's taking crow today, but I'll take my fair share of it. So go ahead and give me that.
8: Bird, I'm gonna eat that with you because I lost. I picked, hold on. Uh, it's in the Dylan.
10: microwave.
1: Yeah. Well, um. The reason why I just had to take Crow was because the Daniel White, Luther, Clay, and uh, Jack Coolin. Well, the, Jack Coolin was a draw. It was really Dylan White, Luther, Clay. But I picked Porter, DeLoach, uh, Sebastian, Joey, um, Katie. I picked Joe. I picked Rob. I picked Clay. And I picked Robert Gar- Gar- Rodriguez, Sergio, and both Sergios. I actually called in last Thursday to state those picks, so it is on Audio, but I guess you guys the, made some changes to the pick'em lead, which is cool. But I went like ten and three. But nevertheless, um, Justin Deloach, I thought that was a really good knockout. He looked really good, and I've wait, been wait, saying this for wait, wait. for months. What,
8: what, what's your name on the on the lead?
1: Uh, my my picks don't count because I think they just went strictly Patreon. So even on the free lead, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Justin Deloach, he looked good, and I've been screaming this for months uh, When every time the Bud topic's been coming up. I think Justin Deloach would be a perfect opponent for um, Crawford. If I was Justin Deloach's team, I'd go after the WBO belt because if you look at the rankings, Virgil um, Ortiz is sitting at number two, Garcia's number one, and he's about to fight Earl, and then Mikey is number three, and Porter's number four, and some dude named Shayona is number five. So I would try to definitely get ranked in that WBO and really um, try to go off to Crawford with him coming off potentially a year layoff. And I think it's a solid fight for Crawford. Um, so, Justin Laloach, if I were you, I would be trying to get ranked in the WBO. I think that would be a great route for you to go. Um, Ness, when you did the last-minute picks on Saturday, I don't know if you remember. Let's see if you get your Biggie Jay-Z on. I actually called in and told you that Porter wasn't going to stop the dude um because Danny Keith and Earl all say he don't have power he just been stopping people because he's been overwhelming them so I was skeptical that he was going to stop him and you kind of question that as well as I figured that Fandore was going to beat Gallimore because I mentioned that he had he's used to fighting in the in, in the heat in the kitchen uh versus guys like Jamonte and you was like Jamonte is not on Gallimore's level and he might not be but you know he he definitely stopped Gallimore and finally, I, I think two things can be true. I think you're right about the dealing white thing.
8: Jonathan, yeah. thanks for calling in, champ. Uh, appreciate Breaking it. it. Uh, let's see. Looks like we got Steve with a counterpunch.
4: Yeah.
0: Hey, nurse, if you if you got into a fight with somebody on the street and you knock the dude flat out unconscious, would they not be saying that dude got exposed? Come on, man. We talk the same language here.
8: So let me ask you, is Adam Kovnaki exposed? Or did he he get caught? Dude, there's no worse loss than Nah, he he didn't get exposed to me. He got caught. He got caught to me. He didn't get exposed. Uh, Adam Kovnaki beat... He beat Charles Martin already. That's what I'm saying. Like... But again, maybe it's semantics. Why are you getting semantics? You, 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 you might not uh, hold the, the word exposed to the same, like, you know, disregard that I have it at. Like, I feel like that's a, that's, you know, it's like, whatever, man. It is what it is. We feel differently. We feel different. I think Pavekin is a top. Heavyweight, I'm, 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 and it's not exposed to lose to the top. It's, that's like saying Porter got exposed because Earl beat him and dropped him. No, he just lost to the top. It's the top. Yeah, but you
0: didn't. You didn't have that same energy when guys were saying that about Wilder with Fury. You oh, do, you oh, want okay,
8: okay, okay. So since you want to, since you want okay, listen to me. You
0: talk to me and the way All you right. talk to me, and I'm a caller, right. and I call in, and I give you my thoughts. You drug me through the mud. And i never seen you.
8: All right, that's, that's a minute and 30. We both know that a counterpunch is 45 seconds. Please tell me what it is you feel I didn't say about Wilder. Let me hear it. I'm saying that when people called in and were. Tra- Don't. I faded you out, so no one's hearing you anymore. I want you to tell me what it is that you think I did not defend about Wilder. Forget people calling in. You tell me.
0: I just told you what you did to me earlier was not right. That's what I'm pissed about. This is all semantics, like you just said. So, you so, drag- so, so then, so
8: then you're saying that you're retracting that, and I did defend Wilder, or, or did I not defend Wilder, like you said?
0: I'm saying that when the when anyone was calling in bashing him, you didn't drag them through the mud like you did me, saying that I'm on some conspiracy theory.
8: With a bunch of other okay, Steve. Okay, okay. I I I I, 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 I didn't I didn't drag them through the mud. I didn't say that Wilder lost to what is the number one heavyweight. All right, Steve. No problem. But that is all the callers. We're going to Trey in the Bay. Actually, let me try info one more time. Pavekin ain't the top. YP's a hater.
16: Yo, we in here? We in here. We in here? Yo. <laughs> hey, man, first things first, man. Uh, shout out to Stone Bone, man. Call it the night. He broke it down better than I heard anybody in the last two days, man. Uh, I agreed everything that he said. Uh, you know what I would like to see, man? Fundora versus Joey Spencer, man. Joey. Oh, you Y'all know name. what? Let's talk about Joey that. Joey ain't ready for that.
10: Let's talk about that a Yeah, bit.
16: yeah, he should be. He's been, he been under the lights longer than Fundora. He ain't right? ready
8: for that, man. You ain't see that action?
16: Yeah, that's a good fight, though, man. That's a good fight. Yo, to anybody that's in the uh, fight-picking league, yo, this is the most important week coming up. Whoever does some real studying and with a little luck will be this month's number one contender. I want to uh, wish everybody that's in that's in the league uh, good luck. You know, you got bragging rights. If you're not a caller and you win next week, call in and gloat. That means you were the supreme guy that got all his picks right over everybody on TBB, Man, that's something mm. to gloat about. Whoever you are, it might even be me. <laughs> Shit. Yo, but um. Uh, Uh, Porter, man, you know, what that that guy had power, man. He would be number one right now, man. I seen he, I seen that he was trying to do a lot of new things. You know, I love the triple uppercut, the triple left hook. You know, he was in and out good boxing, man. But I was expecting him to get the knockout, man. Uh, No doubt. But, uh, what else? What else? What else? Joe. Hey, man, you know what? Yo.
8: What did you consider Pavekin before and after the fight?
16: Like how'd,
8: you well, Doc, ra- you know
16: what? like, how'd you rank him before and after? Uh, I, You know what? I never really ranked him, man. You know, I can't even think about where I ranked him or not. But you know what? I used to give Dylan White a lot of shit. I, I was one of the ones that was saying I'm hoping Wilder knock him out. But you know what? Dude looked better than he ever has looked. I ain't never seen him in this. He was in good shape. He had a good jab. He was boxing well. He just got clipped, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I never really, you know, I never really I never really liked his style, man, from the beginning with, to be honest with you. You know, I did pick him, you know what I'm saying? I thought he would beat the 40-year-old Rebecca, man, but he got clipped. But crazy enough, he's looked the best that I ever saw him, man. I was giving him some props. I was, I was watching the fight, though. He had a good jab, good one-two, you know. The guy just got clipped, you know. But uh, that's all I got, my people.
11: Yo, one quick one on that topic, like, very good call joe and one thing that's you know kind of like one of the worst thing in that loss situation with dylan white is that at some point he was doing well and that loss takes away from any credits that can be attributed to xavier miller xavier miller
10: that's the portugal uh trainer right
11: yeah that is the guy he's a he's a london-based trainer and you know you know your career can be made made of brick or broken on something like that, and I hope that it doesn't happen because I can see the narrative already uh, amongst a few people in the boxing world here. They like to, you know, align themselves to Mark Tibbs because he's more of like a traditional trainer. Uh, you know, he fits in with like a few people and all those things. Uh, but then Xavier's like <laughs> the new blood. And, you know, I wanted him at least to to get a little bit of shine. And unfortunately, that won't happen. And people talk about, like, you know, why Dave Caldwell was there and so on and so forth. Anyway, go for the Super Chat, man. All right.
10: You got Jarrett Lloyd on the Super Chat, says... Can you hit that Carl Thomas one more time for Stonebone, AKA the Nebraskan Housewife? Bud would always be hot garbage burning under the city lights. Don't let this Dillian White knockout distract you from Bud Donald ducking.
8: WW. And what does that mean? Oh, no, from Bud Donald ducking welterweight. <laughs> hey. no. Davidian, Niagara Falls.
19: Hey, what's going on? What's what's uh what's good, Ness? What's good, Jimmy, Mario, Um, Smitty? I don't know. Nah, uh, the the fights was good. The the fights was good. Um, except except the one like the the first one I seen on the zone, I thought that the um with the like tall dudes, the one was six three, the other one was like six feet. I can't remember their names, but I thought that one went to a draw. When I thought the dude with the green shorts, I thought he clearly won that. But other than that, it was pretty. It was pretty good. Um, I don't know. Dillian White was doing his. He was doing his thing up until the point where he got caught. I mean, I don't know. And I was like, when they was you know coming out and everything to the ring, I was looking at their records, like they not bad i mean anybody that gets in the in the ring or the octagon i they have my respect i mean of course there's levels to it but you know he got man uh proveck put that you know uppercut on him and just because i looked down at my phone and then i seen him on the ground so yeah he was out cold so he got stone cold stunner it's like you know it, it happens And they big guys, just heavyweights. Like that's what happens. So, but other than that, it was pretty good fights. You know, Sean Porter did his thing. Uh, For Mello was tough though. So that's what I like to see. Uh, But other than that, um, great show. And God bless. All
10: right, bless, bless, brother. God bless. Uh, Real quick before you go to the next one, a boxing expert says if you're crippled recently had an injury, or if you're an amateur looking for a payday, please call now. 1-800-CHARLATAN. I repeat, 1-800-CHARLATAN. And that's a pun on Charlotte's. Charlatan, you know what it is. Somebody to talk about Stone.
8: Charlatan. Ken Stone <laughs> there you go. says, Pavekin turn white into a Pez dispenser.
10: <laughs> boxing expert says, I'm boxing expert, and I approve this message.
8: Uh looks like we have a another one on Block Talk here, looking like
10: Block Talky, who that Rod
8: in the eight seven oh then we get to Rod? We went who? to Rod, right? Mm-mm. No?
9: Rod Rod was on blog talk <laughs> earlier, but I don't, no, I, I don't
11: know. No no I don't think we, hey. we didn't go to him. Rod,
8: you on speaker for first off. Can you get off speaker please? Bruh, we went to you. Um, I think so. He needs
11: to go back on speaker, you know. Yeah. I
8: think we went. Go to back her. on speaker. Uh, James, on you. Just listening, going once, twice. Stunner. We got the stunner. No, right. The number
11: one uh No, we
6: didn't. Yes, sir, yes, sir. All right. Let, let me try to add some clarity to this whole Dylan White being exposed situation, right? So let, let's go back in time. Um, Robert Hellenius, who just defeated Adam Konaki, Dylan White fought him, and he defeated him. Not that good of a performance, but he did do that.
4: Uh,
6: Dylan White... Chose not to fight Brazil, Pulev, and uh, Brazil, there was somebody else, in Luis Ortiz, despite the sanctioned bodies ordering him to fight them, right? Now, he did choose to fight Oscar Rivas, because Oscar Rivas beat Brian Jennings, right? Now, Luis Ortiz also fought Brian Jennings. I think everybody would agree that Luis Ortiz outperformed Oscar Rivas versus Brian Jennings. Now one would assume that he watched both their fights versus us or versus Brian Jennings and he chose the easier of the two. And I say that because when you look at the Pavezkin Michael Hunter fight, a lot of people believe that Michael Hunter won that fight. And Dylan White then chose to choose the weaker of the two. You know, granted it backfired, but You know, it shows a pattern here. So this is why you got people saying he's exposed. It's not like he's taking the fights that are given to him. He's hand-picking his opponents and not looking stellar. But as far as what he can do going forward, I mean, obviously he has to beat Pavekin. Then he's going to have his mandatory shot probably, whether it be against Wilder or Fury. They'll both probably knock him out. But after he gets knocked out, he needs to start facing the people that us, the fans, want him to face. If we, You know, he wants to gain his respect or credibility back. Like, we, like people like Ruiz, Ortiz, and, you know, like Pavekin, Pulev. So we want to see you fight those type of dudes. Mainly Ruiz, Ortiz, because you already got a storyline with him. But, like, once you clear it up and you can actually, like, choose your opponents again, like... Choose the people that people want to see you fight because here you just chose Povetkin who doesn't speak English. Nobody was really expecting him to do this to you. Now you got shocked and you got, you know, all these people, you know, backtracking and all this other shit. Like I could, I could talk more shit if I want to, but you know, I'm being somewhat respectful. But I just, I just believe that going forward, he needs to start like taking all that type of shit into consideration. It's like losing against Pavekin, look how people are acting. I think that if you really like took the fight against Ortiz or Ruiz and lost, you would have had more respect. Even if you got knocked out.
8: So you don't respect Pavekin?
6: It's not that I don't respect Pavekin. I understand at the when it comes to, to the thick of it, I understand why he chose Pavekin. He but chose him because you,
8: he but do you do respect him then? Yeah. And you rank them?
6: Yeah, in the top ten.
8: All right, thank you. Uh, riding a seven o with a super chat that says "Come back to me, my phone lock," and we're back at you. Hey, what? Happened?
5: Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me, now? Yes. Hey, man, my bad. No, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to call you because I heard you. Uh, I heard your uh, one of your lives this morning and you were speaking as if Wilder lost and Dillian White and A.J. lost was created equal, and that's what I was saying earlier, and my phone got cut off for some reason. But I was just basically saying that, you, to me, they deserve the criticism, A.J. and uh, and White, because they lost to guys they shouldn't have lost to. Nobody had for Beckett in the top ten. I had them between 11 and 15. And I'm sure that's nobody impossible. has Ruiz even that's in their impossible. top 15.
4: That's
5: literally no,
8: that's, that's impossible.
5: Fact. That's fact. When he got knocked out by AJ right, come on, man. And, he, and he tied, which I thought he lost Jesus to Hunter, Christ. I dropped him out of my top 10. I dropped him out of my how, top 10. How
8: do you drop a so, fighter out of and, top and 10 I'll ta- for losing? I'll text you my,
5: I'll text you my top 10. I'll, I'll inbox you my top 10. I don't yeah. want to use my call up going through it. But my thing is this these guys, Ness, they lost to guys they shouldn't have lost to, and they got destroyed by guys they, they they shouldn't have even been in a fight with them. And when you talk about Wilder Fury, that was one versus two. So one of those top dogs is going to beat the other one. So there's no shame in losing to a one versus two battle. But if Wilder would have lost to Duhoppis, or Wilder would have got knocked out cold by Washington, Wilder wouldn't even be considered a top five fighter. But he lost to the the best heavyweight probably since lennox lewis and tyson fury and, and we're we're putting it on the same level with two uk guys that got beat by guys out of the top ten it's not the same it's not the same at all so we got to make sure we keep that in perspective and you're right those guys do deserve criticism and they do deserve to uh be co- like some of the callers call in and say they've been exposed it's the truth They were exposed. I still don't know if AJ could take a punch because he ran the whole fight versus Ruiz. I'm still waiting two years later to see if this guy could take a fucking punch. And that's the truth of the matter. So all defeats are not equal. And those defeats to to guys out of the top ten, they're not equal. That's my call.
8: You just sour and bitter, man. A lot of you wilder fans, that's what y'all turned into, sour, bitter fans, man. Sour Bitter Man fans. I mean, the fact that you're talking about he ain't in the top 10 and that you dropped him to the top 15, you sound like the IBF doing Sean Porter dirty. You know what I mean? There's no logic behind that. I was going to give you free time to, to mention who the hell can you possibly find to rank in front of Pavekin. What 10 people could you find? With logic, without sounding 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 crazy, but I see what y'all doing. These Wilder extremists are jumping off the cliff face first for no reason, no reason at all, no reason at all. Pavekin got nothing to do with Wilder, but that it, it, they they go first. They talk about Dillian White getting knocked out, and turn around and say, "But Wilder, what Wilder got to do with it?" Oh, all losses ain't created equal. Did you watch Wilder fight last night, or did you watch Dillian White fight? Because that's what I hear. I just hear a lot of people mad as hell, and they want to... I mean, like... They want to add, I, to interject that into their call. Like, I'm, come
11: on, man. I'm trying to just listen and, like, listen objectively to to the different perspective, right? That's cool. Like, you know, if it's his opinion, that's okay. Like, you know, he can voice it and we can listen to it. Obviously, I don't agree with, like, Povetkin being, like, what, number 15 or something like that. I, but, you know, again, that's my, I'm entitled to agreeing. The only thing I wanted to say is like, on the not losses being created equal, uh, you can look at it from different perspective. You can look at it from the ranking perspective, but you can also look at it from the manner of defeat. In the Wilder loss, for example, we can also flip it around and say, not all losses are created equal because the manner of defeat was not like a, a one punch kind of like shot getting play, uh, clip. It's more of like a systematic breakdown, right? So. Uh, you can also take that angle, and that you know, that that's one way that the the people want to protect. will just like go at, and I think it's also acceptable because there's a logic into that. But Bruh, there's it, no—it's no a logic crazy debate anyway. It's just like people There's no logic shades. in what
8: they're saying, bro. Only two unified no, no, champions. No, yeah. Listen to me. Only yeah. two unified champions, reigning and defending champions. Okay. Only two unified. Reigning and defending champions beat Pavekin, but he isn't in the top 15. Rod in yeah, the a, I, a- I 70 you. is an extremist. He's an extremist. Hey, hey you don't need Wild to come in. Wild extremist. Me, right? <laughs> That's what you got right there. And if you can't well, see that, you blind. You blind. You know, that was
9: that was a point I wanted to make earlier, too. It was like, look, everybody keeps talking about the guys that who Dylan was supposed to beat, right? And Pavekin was that guy. And I get what they're saying from what White had said and what he had stated in the talk that he talked. Yeah, he he was supposed to win that fight in that sense. But if White would have beat him, like, he would have been in a very, very small and elite group of people that beat him. So, like, I don't really care as much about what people say at White because that's going to happen. I'm more of, like, give Pavekin his due. Like, give him that credit. Like, you know, this man beat somebody – Really real In the division You know Whether you had him In the top 10 Top 5 Don't Bro, matter like, If it, it was, was Ortiz win.
8: If it was Ortiz That beat White They'd be saying He's a Hall of Famer Right now We got my Gene better That says I need my jerk crow For the L's I took With the oh, super Oh yeah Give
9: chat. me my crows We're just getting All the crows At once <laughs> Hey, thanks for sharing, Bay.
8: DBX with the super chat says, get them, Ness. They don't like logical opinions. No, they don't. But that's everybody, man. We out. You oh, sure? Got I Tim. got
10: Boxing Expert here. I don't know if I missed that nah, one. No,
8: go ahead. I'm sorry. We got callers, oh. too. That's All right. Well,
10: Boxing Expert says, and I'm, I'm not sure if I got this one, Boxing Expert. You're a tricky guy. Got to Mauser, Charla. Hey, Ness, help? No? Sound like he was speaking German. Some guy named Gary Mauser came out, and he's some type of criminologist from Canada. But uh, <laughs> I, my man, Jimbe, right? Uh, Alvaro uh, says, I need my jerk. Okay, you got that one, right? Yeah, and then DBX, yeah. you got that one. So uh, well, you got all of them.
8: All right. We got Tim. Talk to us. Yo, man, can you hear me, Ness?
10: We do. Pretty
9: damn clear, champ. Damn, it's been a while, man. I used to call in here drunk all the time. Uh, But uh, I was just going to say something. Um, (laughs) Dude, remember when I said that Povetkin and Michael Hunter were top heavyweights? And I felt like your chat was, like, not very nice to me either. But Povetkin has always been a top heavyweight. He's been, at the very least, he was top seven. And, uh, you know, like, because who else are you going to rank? I agree with you totally. But Michael Hunter's up there, too. And his boxing acumen, you know, and people don't give Teddy Atlas credits, but basically that was a Tyson-esque uppercut from the books, and he hit him with it. He behaved like a fighter. He put the lights out. I don't know if you can still hear me, but basically that's all, man. Unless you want to ask me questions, I just wanted to say hi, and that's it.
8: Nah, man, thank you. And yeah, we heard you. Yo, you actually got a very super-duper great connection. R. Jonesy on a super chat says, Ness, if Tio beats Loma, you gonna say he got exposed? Absolutely. Oh! <laughs> totally, totally different. And this is not a, a, a well-thought-out argument. This is just a skimming over the, off the top argument, but totally different, right? Because the, the, the heavyweight division, that's the that's that's like a that's like a a, 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 um, a slogan that's natural with the heavyweight division. Like, yo, but it's the heavyweight division, yo. Anybody can punch. Everybody can punch. You know what I'm saying? That's not what's happening with Loma. With Loma, they strategically keeping them away from punches. Till now. Till now. All right.
10: <laughs> Looks like Sam from the U.K. Uh, gave Steve his boomerang.
8: Steve in Chicago. Boomerang from Sam in the U.K.
0: Yeah. Hey, thank you. Uh, thanks for that. I'm, I'm not, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm done with that conversation with you. I want to talk about the other fights. Now I had Pursune winning, but in all honesty, they should have gave that girl a draw. You know, I hear what Mitty's saying, but to be fair to that girl, after, after going it a second time, I would want to see a trilogy with uh and Taylor. And then Porter, you know, I I don't care that Porter didn't knock him out. I was just happy that uh, he dominated. It just shows you the levels that we talk about in boxing. And then Fandura, I told you, man, don't bet against those Samson fighters. You've been burned. How many times have you been burned like that? And then I want to say, maximum violence. If you really want to see maximum violence, that top rank card, man, I watched that whole card today. That was maximum. I think almost damn near every fight ended in a knockout, and some of them vicious. So that was kind of a sleeper card because we didn't really talk about it much on the show. But if people want to go back and watch it, that that card to me, that was the maximum violence card. The DAZN card was decent. But the top rank card to me took, took the trophy for the weekend. And then as far as uh, Heyman with Canelo, I, I don't know what to think about that at this point. We have to see that uh, materialize and see what actually happens. This is all talk. So, alright, that's all I got. Thank
11: you, Sam. Yo. All I mean, right. like, that, that, that's, <laughs> a, that's a very decent call, man. Like, a lot of things that I agree with. Like, the only thing on the top rank card is that yeah, you do get, like, a lot of, like, violence and early knockouts but that usually happen when you have like crazy mismatches and that's what happened right so yeah, uh, except from except from the uh, the, the top uh, the top of the bill the rest were pretty pretty bad mismatches not too bad like for some of them but yeah It's mismatches. yo
8: did we get to Louisville slugger no we didn't Louisville slugger you're up Jeez.
15: Y'all like, hear me? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, man. I just wanted to call land uh, and talk about
4: uh,
15: White, man. I hate that for that man, though. Man. I wish he would have pulled it out. But, uh, yeah, he'll bounce back. Hopefully he'll bounce back, man, get his mandatory back so he can still get there. I still want that Wilder-White fight. You know, I still feel like White gonna be a, another another uh, first-round KO on Wilder's resume. So, you know what I'm saying? He need to go and bounce back and get right. But uh, I wanted to ask about Pandora. Y'all think he ready for the, the big dogs at 154? He did what's a good little tune-up fight for him if he need at 154? But ain't, ain't that what he fighting next? Yeah. What do yeah. you think he ready for them? The, the, the top I, dogs. I, I, I want to see him. Right I, I, I think
9: He's ready for the top dogs. I want
8: to see him versus Willie Nelson.
15: I'll be a good
11: okay, fight. Yeah, yeah. Trout, yeah, trout, yeah, trout, yeah, trout, They move to
15: 47 then.
11: It won't happen, but how about Mungia? Like, two tall dude like that. <laughs> that would be funny.
15: <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough to make. Uh, M- Munguia at 160 now, doing.
11: Oh, he moved up? Wow, okay. Then yeah. forget about it then.
15: <laughs> yeah, I just trying to figure out what's a good fight for Fendoro. Since he stop Gallimore, Gallimore ain't never been stopped. But yeah, he, he surprised me, man. He, he looked pretty good, man. Being that tall, able to do the inside work, but I feel like yeah, he need, he need to work better on that on the outside. But yeah, yeah, he shocked me, man. But uh yeah, that's all. Like, what how about Joe Smith though? You think Joe Smith ready for better be there now? Hey, I don't man, think he. I mean, he, he ain't been, got no choice though. He, he older. He older. So he, he better. Be t-
8: he better. T- if they offer it now, he better jump on it because better be right. even fought. He ain't fought since that fight mm. with Gotachet
15: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, that'll be. I feel like yeah, that'll be a good fight. While it lasts. I think better beat up and end up K on them. Though I believe, I believe he'll end up knocking them out. But yeah, that was a good weekend of fights, man. Y'all did a great show, great show, man. But yeah, hopefully White bounce back, man. Like you know, what I'm saying he ain't sorry. He gonna get right. It's just how wild to be making these dudes look. He a phenomenon. You feel me? He gonna knock them out first round, and then people gonna try to say White a bum. He ain't no bum. He just gonna how. Wild to be making these dudes look, but he go he gonna bounce back. <laughs> Hopefully, you know what I'm saying. He do right in the rematch. But yeah, great show, man.
8: All right, Appreciate it. Well, All right. thank you. Going thank out you. the counterpunch ride in a seven zero.
5: Hey, Ness, I want they wouldn't let me do a super chat, so I wanted to give you my top ten real quick before yesterday fight. This was before they even fought. And I'm looking at his last two fights. We got knocked out by AJ, and I felt like he lost to Hunter in that fight. So I had Tyson Fury, number one, Deontay Wilder, number two, AJ, number three, Luis Ortiz, number four, Dillian White, five, Andrew Ruiz, six, Joseph Parker, seven. I had Pulev, uh, Pulev eighth, because he's the number one contender for AJ Belt. And then I had nine, ninth. ninth because he's undefeated and he's moving up the heavyweight. And yeah, you're right. His resume isn't that good, as good. But,
8: chill, chap, man. You shouldn't have even wasted your time with that, bro. Come on, man. You 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 ranking guys because they're the number one to AJ's belt, not because of who they fought. But when it comes to other guys, you rank them based on who the off the, who they fought. Yeah, okay, guy. Chill.
10: Real quick, super chat by Let the Truth Be Heard. Lillian White will... Uh,
8: how, how now everybody has a ranking for people. Meanwhile, <laughs> there's rankings out there and everyone's number is wrong. Like, compared to anywhere else that he's ranked. But yo, uh, that's it, man. We're done. Call us. See you mañana.
10: CYP on a boomerang. Let's just make sure that... All of them have oh, been Oh, Trey,
8: TV. Trey, Trey. What up, Trey?
12: What up, man? What up? What's Shit. up?
4: Shit.
12: Um, I never understood why Dillian White was right over Deontay Wilder. When um, Wilder, that that fight, all that talk about the fight before it was up was to see who who was number one and who was number two, but then Wilder loses. And they got Dillian over him. And I'm like, what the f- is going on here? Yeah, but that's
8: only because he was the interim champ. That's only why. Because when you got a belt, you're not in the number rankings. You're you're in that, you know, worded rankings.
12: Mm. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, so, yeah, they do a lot of weird shit mm. in the in, on the political side anyway, right? Hey, UK, I just want y'all to know, y'all boy, Dillian, white, win night, night. That's my call.
8: All right. So, yeah, I gave uh, CYP the boomerang, and then he had the punch. so I don't know what boomerang he's talking about. And Sam gave his to Steve, and we used that. And we went to Louisville. James Benitez, we went to greatness. Cheese. Hey, what happened? No greatness. All right. Well, that's it. And that's GTO. Insta. Let's
11: that's yes, that's. Yes. What up? Just a very quick one, like, cause like you know that that's one thing I've I've been going back and forth in a in a chat with uh, Skinny Kinney, and that's one topic amongst like all the trolling and uh, the debate about like, wilder whites, uh, US, UK. There's one thing I really want to talk about, like, and that's like you know the trainer situation and we didn't like talk too much about it. I touched on it like a little bit earlier, but like, you know, what do you guys think? Right. And, you know, how you feel about like what might be going like Xavier Miller's way. Cause you know, I can see it already. I see like some people like in the press that are thinking a certain way, are trying to bash a brother that is trying to do his thing. Right. And uh, I don't think he did bad at all. And, you know, I wanted him to get his break because that's how you get your breaks. And I don't know, man, like I felt like that that defeat will shatter is like uh, uh, at least will slow down his progression. And I hope that Dylan stays with him and Dylan uh, seems to be like a, a loyal guy. Right. So I hope he gets like another go at it. And I don't know I don't know. I wanted to see more. And hopefully he doesn't get bashed for uh, for Dylan loss because there's nothing wrong technically with the loss. It just got like caught by like a, a, a sweet shot. But up to that point, tactics were right and delivery was nice as well. So that, that's all I wanted to bring up. Right?
10: Yeah. No, I noticed some other topic uh, that you and Skinny were going over on the chat, man. How true is that stuff? And, uh, it is true. Something we can big... probably talk about on untitled maybe. Yeah, it,
11: it is true. We have like the same, the same divide, right. And you know, you have the, the old school and, you know, the the society the, the makeup of society is the same like here and in the U.S. right and you have the divide, you know, across like different ethnic background and stuff mm-hmm. like that right so, uh yeah man like we got yeah exa- on.
10: exactly
11: because I know you guys is,
10: had a hell of a migration too from uh, yeah.
11: it,
10: from, from the from the east it's into touching,
11: but it's also clicky you know it's like a click like the people that are currently running things will make sure that. Their trainers and people just get pushed towards a certain way. Managers do it, promoters do it. And I see like, you know, top pundits and all that were already starting to push a narrative and bringing like Tibbs in the in the conversation. Uh, you know, I wish that, you know, Tibbs was there. It might not have happened. I said, what, what the hell are you talking about? You know, and uh, yeah, there's like a different kind of conversation to be had around that kind of thing. And it's like, the same themes that you have on your side, you know, around, like, minorities, trainers, and stuff like that. So, anyway. Travels all over the world, man. I'm telling you. Easy baby. Keep saying Mother Russia. <laughs> that, that, that's all, Ness. Like, I know you, you were on the way out. So no, I just... no, no, that's,
8: no. I'm trying to figure out who he said uh, gave him a boomerang because Trey took hers... Nah, but he,
11: he usually don't lie though. Like even you know, when I when know, you go to who... him and he said, "Oh, you know, you got," he said, "No, I pay." You know, I already had it, so I don't know. Maybe someone gave it C-Y-P. to him. CYP. We just Yo, ain't nowhere. I it was damn coming. sure
13: ain't got a. Okay. I, I ain't got to lie about no damn boomerang. I pay five dollars like it's nothing. That ain't the point. But last time I put, I put in for all the guys that I talked to about boxing from this show. We have been doing rankings for our top 10 heavyweights for over a year. From Brandon to Stonebone to N.O. to J-Mac to everybody, Steve. Other Steve, we've been doing them for over a year. Nobody put Povetskin at the top five, top six, dude. This is not nothing new. You just don't listen to us. You only listen to the callers who call in and hate and play with your narrative. We are boxing fans just like you. Our opinion matters just like yours. Nobody's opinion matters more, and we are not lying about how we feel. Povetskin, Beating Paveskin did nothing for white. He already got his mandatory without Paveskin. When you beat a top guy, supposed to do something for you, elevate you. It's not going to elevate him nowhere. Because beating Paveskin means nothing unless you're, unless you're outside the top 15 or top 10, like Hunter. Hunter fighting Paveskin and winning, that's a big win. White fighting Paveskin, that means nothing. He's just waiting to try to get to Wilder or get to Fury. That's it. See you out. Have a good night.
8: See. Jeez. We need to get rid of boxing fans with that logic, right? Because then White could have sat there, fought some dude like Dell Winters because he already <laughs> is the interim champion and he's waiting for Wilder and Fury to fight so he could get his shot in February. We would have clowned him, called him a duck, all this that's stuff. I just yeah, ain't keep, got the energy, man. It's ridiculous, bro. It's a vi- that's what I said a show ago, man. It's a vicious... Circle and they don't want to get off the merry-go-round. It started with whoever it started, and all we do is go back and forth with each other. Ha ha, he lost. Ha ha. No, your guy lost. America lost. UK lost. America lost. UK lost. Meanwhile, we 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 start to discredit everyone else. Like, listen to what he said. Him and his friends have a top 10 heavyweight ranking for a year and for the past year Pavekin hasn't even been ranked top 10 amen to him and his friends man i'm out next gto instagram and twitter all right
11: hey that was a good one so this is coach Mide, as you know on tiktok very active (laughs) but like uh uh yeah no like the, the closing point is another good one like that you just met like in boxing, you damn damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? So he didn't have to take that risk. I'm happy he took that risk because that's what we're asking for. As the fans, we want to see good fans. Now, when Wilder does it, Mitty,
8: when Wilder decides I'm going to fight Luis Ortiz that nobody wants to fight, he gets credit.
11: No, but it has to be consistent across the board. I hear what you're saying. Like, uh, Wilder didn't have to rematch Ortiz either, or whatever. Like, so those are those are tough fights, and you can see that. You know, those are what they call banana skins, right? And you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. And this is like, you know, slip. Wh- wh- why does it slip up, right? So, and uh, it, it didn't have to, but that shows that shows the you know what the man wanted to do, right? You know, but anyway, uh, so.
14: The man said banana peel.
8: CYP counterpunch.
13: Ew. Oh. Yo, one thing, one thing we're not going to do is lie. You know this show is recorded. Do you know that? Nobody said they didn't have Povetsk in their top 10. Like, you make up stuff, bro. Like, people can hear you. Nobody said that. You always do that when somebody hangs the phone up. Then you lie you on them. them or you try bro. to clown them. No, I did not. I, I never said none of us had them in the top 10. Are you stupid? Or are you just slow? Act the I'm callers. Slow. Did I say that? I'm slow. Where, you must where is slow. he, at? Where <laughs> is my, he my, at? My good, my, my, my God. If you think that, hey, that nobody back there, all the people I just named who love boxing, didn't have him in, in their top 10, you're crazy. That's not what we said. You said that to the audience trying to leave on that bullshit. Quit putting words in people's mouths, dog. We grown men. We can speak for ourselves. Like, you have a problem. It's one Cut thing to lose. Cut
8: it. Whatever, champ. Cut it. Fact of the matter is, he is ranked not on your little friends ranking he's number four in the ring man he's number four in the ring and now i think he's number five on box Rec, man so uh actually where is I'm he gonna put you to sleep. he's number four on box Rec and number four on the ring man so wherever you and your friends had him y'all had him but he ain't there no more good night
10: Well, you can catch me on IG, Alex underscore Doomsday underscore L-A-I-N-E-Z. And yes, I will mention TikTok. However, I'm not no longer on there. And uh, you can catch me on uh, Twitter, Alex Linus TBV. And if uh, CYP, you know, took off on a counterpunch, I might get something to eat, but he doesn't want that. So counterpunch on (laughs) CYP.
13: Don't worry, fellas, y'all gonna get to eat. I- I'm at the restaurant right now with my girl about to go eat right now. And second, You knew you were wrong, so now you're gonna go to real rankings and talk about real rankings and try to discredit everybody who puts together their own ranking list. Well, TBV got a ranking list, so fuck your ranking list. If it's fuck us, you know it's fuck you, my nigga. CYP out, clown.
8: The clown is the one that said TBV has a ranking list. <laughs> Again, you just say shit to win arguments and you discredit to win arguments that's all you do you yeah, done
10: i don't want to say anything
8: okay right now yes. it looks
10: like you getting dragged into the late rounds and my man's on his way to the restaurant to eat meanwhile we 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 losing right now we losing champ okay.
11: Let me tell them if there's no a D on the subscribe, that I means they're not subscribed or whatever you say. I mean, yeah, tell yeah, them listen, listen,
10: listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you
11: guys again.
10: There is a triangular box next to a bell. If the bell ain't shaking, that means you ain't shaking with us every time we go live. So make sure you hit that notification bell and hit the subscribe button. Because if you're reading subscribe, you ain't part of the family. You ain't going to get the rose in that pocket, you know, in the top pocket of the suit. You ain't getting that. So go ahead and hit the subscribe. We appreciate you all always tuning in with us, you know, burning burning it with TBV. So uh, appreciate the people watching. 215 likes. You know, everything's coming up. The family's getting bigger. Oh, we got some fun come things come coming away the way. Come. It looks like CYP ate his food and now is having dessert and he's <laughs> coming back no more.
13: Yo, and for everybody who's offended by my language and how I talk to this, understand this from the bottom of my heart. I don't say nothing on this call, nothing in life that I won't say in a person's face. If I see Ness and any of y'all have a problem with where I talk to him, I say it right to his face. If you lie on me, I'm going to come at you. Don't play it. I don't bully people unless they come for me, and I'm a man about mine. So if y'all got a problem with my language, or Ness do, when you see me, ask me about it. We'll holler. Hit him with the yoo
8: Well? Yoo-hoo. I'm yes. going to put
10: you to sleep. Good night. Good night, everyone.
4: Coach. Mitt.